French fried potatoes. One potato, two potatoes, three potatoes, four, five potatoes, six potatoes, seven potatoes, one potato, two potatoes, three potatoes, four, five potatoes, six potatoes, seven potatoes, more. Potatoes. Welcome to the Potato League Podcast with your hosts, Dan and Tom. Thanks, DJ. Thank you, DJ. Uh, welcome to episode 331 of Potato League Podcast. I just uploaded, uh, I was actually just, I uploaded it this morning and then have been listening back to uh, the Oscars portion of our, mm-hmm. uh, of last week of episode 330. Um, and also, I did also, as I was kind of skipping ahead, skipping ahead, I stopped at the Streets of Fire uh, mm-hmm. conversation that we had and Dan has brought me uh, the Blu-ray copy of uh, And it's a Streets loaded, there's two documentaries on that fucking thing. Like, two feature-length documentaries about that film on there. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'll... I'll And uh, as you came in, I was making my kind of March watch list. We were talking about how... Uh, yeah, we should have recorded this whole conversation because really now, we're just gonna, now we're just going to say it again. Um, that uh, my letterbox watch list has become so unruly at even... I think it's around 120, which is nothing compared to Dan's. Dan's is like... A disaster. Yeah. Uh, like 400. Mine, mine at that is point, it, unwieldy and useless. At, at that now. point, it's useless. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta pretty much clear it out and then just start right. over. I tried to do that and then I was like, no, I want to watch that. No, yeah. I want to watch that. Well, I started my watch list when I was doing like my great 90s watch. Yep. So anything that was a 90s movie. Oh, you've movie, never removed any of that stuff? No. No. See, I so would anything wipe that out. that was a 90s movie while yeah. I was doing Oh, because a lot of them I still haven't seen because again, the 90s was a plethora of independent fucking film. So sh- right. there was shit upon, well, shit, that's upon where, shit upon shit upon shit. That's where it started. Yeah. Like, really started. Yeah, so there were there were just so many movies, and I'm like, oh, I don't own that. I need to find... Uh, when that pops up on streaming, I gotta know. Well, that and that's what... Uh, I mean, if you don't know the, the... Anything that's on your letterbox watch list, you will get a notification if it pops up onto one of your streaming mm-hmm. services, because you set your streaming services. Uh, and... That is literally the only thing I use my watch list for now. I, I rarely look at it. I've got 377 uh, yeah. on my watch list. Uh, I rarely look at mine. And when I have uh, stuff to that I want to actually watch to like pick a movie to watch, I make lists. Uh, that's what I use the, use the lists for. I very rarely... I don't think I have any... like my top 10 favorite this type lists. I don't have anything like... All of mine are just variations of watch lists. Yeah, I don't think I've even <clears throat> added anything to this in eternity. <laughs> well, I mean, literally at that point, the only thing it's good for is to get those notifications. Yeah. So uh, I make like big lists for the year. Like I have one that's like always titled... I mean, this year it's 2023 actors and directors that I'm like watching a bunch of. Um, I have one for Korean movies. I have I have one for Japanese movies, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. Um, and then I made a big noir list because I wanted to watch a lot of noir list uh, movies this year. But you, that's such a wide range yep. <laughs> that you don't want it mixed in with anything else. So I just made its own list. Um, I have sucked at watching my watch list. I'm just gonna say, <laughs> like. I uh, I'm probably a literally a hundred movies into it, and I don't think I've seen any of these since I made this list three years ago. Because again, the but, '90s were so like. But you're obviously that. watching other things. Yeah. 
that's why it's funny when, um, like, at the beginning of the year, because I always think I'm going to watch about 200, because mm-hmm. uh, the last two years I have, and so I figure I'm going to watch about 200, and at the beginning of the year, I'm thinking, man, how am I going to find, I mean, obviously it's easy, but I mean, just off the top of your head, how am I going to find 200 movies to watch? Not hard. It's not hard. If you make oh, a list of... Hey, I can remove that from the list. I've <laughs> since seen that. If you make a list of... Just throughout the year... How do I remove You're just going to come list? up off the watch list? Yeah. Uh, just tap the movie and then the eyeball. What the fuck's the eyeball? Where's your eyeball? Uh-oh. It might be different Where? on the app. Where versus my... Oh, there it is. I can remove it from the watch list there. All right. What were you in just now? I, You have to tap up there. I'm in my, my Letterboxd app. But, like, when you're in your watch list like this, I know this is riveting podcasting. Like, yeah, tap on the movie. See, there's my... Oh, yours doesn't have the thing in the upper right-hand oh, corner that mine does. See, mine is a plus sign. Oh, mine is a... Ah, mine okay. is a little yeah. three dots in the upper right-hand corner. It's not the eyeball, sorry. It's the, uh, it's the little clock. Yeah. Um, there, I have removed one item from my watch list. <laughs> wow, yeah, this is clearing up space. Although, you must have put that on there after, because when you watch something, it takes it off your watch list. If you, you log it. Did I not? I bet I watched it beforehand, and I, meant to, I meant to rewatch it. Yeah, yep. yeah I, I bet it, because I created this list when I when I moved over. And I watched Matinee... At my brewer apartment. Yeah, so you had... Yeah, because that's that's the other kind of good thing about the watch list. That obviously, you wouldn't want it to happen with the list you created. Hey, Primal Fear's on my watch list. You nice. watched that? I watched it a couple days ago. Yeah, this is full of just like... But again, I mean, it's because a lot of these are not obscure. They're just movies I wanted... 90s movies I wanted to watch three years ago, like Notting Hill, Conspiracy Theory, What Dreams May Come, Nine Months, stuff that were... Patch Adams, Michael Collins, stuff that I could have watched Michael Collins for for St. Patrick's Day. Had a rough time picking St. Patrick's Day movies this year because Andrea's like, I don't want to watch anything depressing. <laughs> well, so yeah, it that was hard. Like, because I have like a Jim Sheridan box set, and it's my left foot, <laughs> the boxer, in the name of the father, the field. <laughs> it's like Jesus, Jim Sheridan. <laughs> You just want to depress it. When the boxer is the least depressing of all <laughs> the of those. most uplifting story. Uh, <clears throat> and then we watch Throat. Ondine, which is a charming cute little fairy tale type thing for a while. Then it gets super fucked up depressing. Well, uh, so you, uh, I had had it sort of, I, I didn't put it on any, any list because um, just reading reviews and whatnot, I was like, I'll wait, and if I get desperate for another Colin Farrell, I'll it's do it. It's a fine movie. Yeah. There's definitely Colin Farrell movies you could watch ahead of exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> um, because if I'm gonna do bad Colin Farrell, I'm going all the way to the bottom. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna stop You're going in the middle. Alexander, right? Here. I ain't stopping yeah. in the middle. No. I'm the gonna, only reason it really added, I'm hitting Daredevil added for me is because it's a Neil Jordan film. Yep. And I'm like, I haven't seen that Neil Jordan film. And we talked about Neil Jordan yeah. last week. Another list said I could not, I could not watch the Crying Game because again, that one is also sad and depressing. Why are we so loud? I, I, I get Ireland can be a sad and depressing place, but Jesus makes it, like even the commitments, which is like very joyous at times. Yeah. Fuck. I say both. that having never seen it, both. but I know I get it. But yeah, you know, Scrappy Bar Band tries to make it big. Right. There's some not good stuff that's coming out of that. Yeah. Um, gosh, how did we get there? 
watch list. Oh, watch list, right? Uh, so we, we didn't even uh, we even started on what we watched. Do you want to do an Oscar recap yeah, first? Well, let's, um, let's recap the, the results because uh, I actually for me that. anyway, this was one of the years where I don't have complaints. No, and I think that was. I mean, as we go through it, it'll be uh, more apparent. Yeah, because it was. How did I do this? Okay, I. Yeah, we can do it in this direction. <laughs> in this direction, uh, starting with like visual effects and working our way up. Um, yes. Yeah. Overall, I agree with that. There are a couple places where um, I think absolutely the wrong thing won, but it was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, this isn't for me Will Smith winning for King Richard. Right. You know, this isn't right. something that just feels so fucking egregious. Right. That I'm like, surely this was this could not have been your only choice. Right. Like, yeah, must must have been a slow year. Yeah. Uh, starting out with visual effects, we both uh, picked Avatar, Avatar 1. Robin, uh, who did also fill out a ballot. Now, um... Robin did about as good as you can seeing the number of movies that we both... I mean, we actually, Robin and I have both seen about the same number of, I think, everything... Mm-hmm. Everything that was Oscar-nominated, we watched together. Um, but she does not follow yeah. any... She's not watching the YouTube channels and listening to the podcast. Right, right, right. Listening she, for the online scuttlebutt. Yeah, she doesn't give a fuck no. about any of that. And uh, it's probably they're probably not talking a lot about it at school. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so for visual effects, um, she picked Black Panther. Fine choice. Yeah. Um, and she and most of these, she was like, "That's the only one I've seen." Mm-hmm. Or you know, uh, so editing, uh, we both picked everything everywhere. She picked Banshees. Mm-mm. Uh, production design, we both picked Babylon, she picked Avatar, we were all wrong. Yeah. Uh, was Black Panther, wasn't it? Black Panther won that. Yeah. Um, first woman, first black woman to win two Oscars. No, that way. was costume. Oh, that was costume, yeah. damn it. They won two. Yeah. Um, uh, cinematography, we all got it. We all said all quiet. Mm-hmm. Uh, costume design, uh, we all missed it. Uh, we both said everything everywhere. Robin said Mrs. Harris goes to Paris because they had the nice 50s uh, yeah. dresses. Um, makeup. This is the first uh, where I would have picked up one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I picked the whale. You had Elvis. Robin had uh, Black Panther. Sound. I didn't realize how much of the whale was digital, too. Yeah. I did not realize that. Um, <clears throat> Again, good. Why isn't that a visual effect? nominee that because that like, stuff never gets yes yeah, it's like i had does. no idea in every clip i've ever seen that a lot of that fat suit was digital yeah like um what was the other thing i was watching i can't think i can't remember it now uh i was like a youtube video on a movie that would never in a million years get uh nominated for visual effects when they show how much of the movie is digital you're like the fact that i had nope. no, no idea. idea yeah uh, because it's all grounded stuff, it's more buildings or you know something like that, or more mountains or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really, it's it's a yeah. shame that n- that stuff will never win. Yeah, the shit that never calls attention to itself should yeah. be the shit that gets more exactly because I thought it was fucking real. Yeah, I had no idea. Yep. That's kind of the whole name of the game there with the effects. Right. <laughs> um, it's, I mean, in, in fantastical things, obviously it's there to look cooler and whatever, but you're still supposed to believe it. Yeah. Um, just because it is a thing that we see, trees, houses, yeah. buildings. Which is one of the reasons why I, I do not understand why the Marvel films get nominated year after year after year. Yeah. Because 
let's be honest, a lot of their, and again, not anything on the highly overworked uh, right. visual effects artist on these projects. Um, but like the last like five Marvel movies, the visual effects are not that great. They're very obvious. And yeah. You just want to, and again, because again, they haven't had time to properly work on them. It's also, um, I think the other kind of, like, Ant-Man, <clears throat> as it sounds weird to say, but for a movie that took place in the... The quantum realm. Quantum realm. I was, I was going to say the Spider-Verse. <laughs> uh, potato, yeah. potato. Yeah. Uh, in the quantum realm, it's, it's, it's kind of boring looking. Yeah. It's all, I don't know, you just feel like you're always outside at night. Um, but yeah, so sound, uh, we all got that one. That was Top Gun. Uh, and also Robin did, uh, did hers without the knowledge of what we picked. So she wasn't playing any, yeah. uh, strategy games. Uh, song, we all picked Natu Natu. Which, fucking so awesome, that one. That was, like, people were genuinely stoked in the theater. That yeah, that, like, when I they watched it back after. When they performed, they got a standing ovation. And the performance was fucking Full blown, like, and I, I saw there was some backlash because there were no, none of the dancers were actually Indian. Some they of were, them seemed like they were. Well, maybe that was part of the problem. But I again, don't know. You're in L.A. Yeah, you're gonna get the people who are there to do it. You're not gonna fly. The Academy is not gonna pay to fly over. Probably not. <laughs> Thirty dancers from India but, and keep them in L.A. for the. I don't know if I were if necessary. I were the creators if I were the studio behind Natu Natu I would fucking make sure that happened I would too because but it, I mean they but still the cannot. studio is probably also like they're not going to be able to tell why <laughs> those stupid Americans you gave us one nomination fuck you as uh, <laughs> as Bong Joon Ho said a couple of years ago why would I get more excited about this than anything else it's not even international. <laughs> so maybe that's the way they look at it. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, uh, Nacho Nacho won. Uh, original score. This is where I widened the lead a little bit. Uh, I picked All Quiet. You had Fablemans. Robin picked Banshees. Uh, international, we all three said All Quiet. Documentary. Uh, you two said Fire of Love. I said Navalny. We've all three seen Fire of Love, and it's the only one, mm -hmm. right? Um, and none of us have seen Navalny, but... I yeah. just picked Navalny because that's what the internet was saying that yep. day. And it's very, it's very top, it's very topical, right? Yeah, now. I do want to watch it. It's on yeah. HBO, probably. Yeah, it's on HBO. Uh, animated. We all picked Pinocchio. And I, listening back last week when we were talking about it, we were talking about how this might be the case of uh, Puss in Boots might be a better movie, but there's no way it's going to beat Pinocchio because mm -hmm. Pinocchio, uh, Puss in Boots is the sequel. To a spin-off of a franchise mm -hmm. that has long passed its prime. Sorry, I forgot there was another Puss in Boots film. Yeah, this is the second Puss in Boots movie. I forgot movie. there was another one, yeah. After four Shrek movies. Jesus. Uh, going back 20 years? 20 years. 20 years? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Smash Mouth. So, like, early, early yep. aughts. Um, and, uh, and then versus Guillermo del Toro making a stop motion of a classic story. Yeah. I mean, there was really no... In the same year that Disney did it and fucked and it up And flopped hard. it. Yeah. M miraculously. Uh, 
And I, I so you uh, looked up Puss in Boots. Maybe we were still recording. I don't remember. Um, and it was streaming on Peacock. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, I'm going to watch that today. So we did. Yeah. Um, Colin was the only one that watched it because they all went to it mm-hmm. uh, a couple months ago. <laughs> and um, so just Colin and I watched it. And it's better than Pinocchio. <clears throat> that movie is really good. Um, I had the same bias going in as what I just mentioned. Yeah. Um, well, it's because it's Guillermo del Toro. It's a prestige animation yeah. film. You yeah. Know? Whereas this seems more mass market throwaway. Yeah. Like crank out something that's going to make 500 million this summer. Yeah. And, and then never talk about move it Move on to the next. Yeah. Uh, this is a minion sequel, right? Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought I, I yes, I looked at that exactly the same way as I looked at Minions: Rise of Gru or whatever the fucking most recent <laughs> one is. Um, that might have more movies than Shrek, doesn't it? How many Despicable Me's are like there? There's a lot. There are at least three Despicable Me's, mm-hmm. and then there's at least two Minions. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. there might be one more in there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, talking about past, it's Prime. Uh, now, the first, how many, how many Ice Ages were there too? So there were a lot of those. Hey Google, how many Ice Age movies are there? There are seven Ice Age films. Here are the first three. Oh no! <laughs> hey Google, hey Google. No, we don't Stop. need to know the whole history. Thank you very much. Don't give a shit. Seven Ice Age films. <laughs> God damn. Uh, that's like two more than I would have guessed. So he, he is the oh, we started. I don't know why that started playing again. Anything else? It, it we really just, wants us to good. show our highlights. That's going to confuse people, uh, yeah. as you hear. I sh- we should have just left it running and kept talking. Yeah. Uh, my phone just started playing the episode that I was listening Conversations to. with our past selves. Yeah. Um, what am I going to say next? Pause. We can play a game. Uh, adapted. Uh, this is where uh, you took one back. Uh, I said Glass Onion. Robin said All Quiet. You said Women Talking. Women Talking did indeed win. And again, so much fucking bash laugh. Backlash on Twitter from that. Yeah, I didn't. All the fucking dude bros. Yeah. Hey, this movie's so fucking stupid. I don't know what... Well, along those lines, we can kind of talk about the... uh, Disney kind of tripping over their own dick with the Little Mermaid thing. Oh, my God. In... Tie that into the Oscars, too. How the fuck did that get, like, a preview during the Oscars? This is what I'm saying. You know the fucking dude bros are wicked mad that it's a black girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, let's be clear. This is a fucking mermaid. Yep. It's a mermaid. No one's complaining that Melissa McCarthy's a fucking octopus. <laughs> it's a fucking mermaid. Yep. Who gives a shit yeah. what color she is. Uh, I so do anyway. love it when they get sciency. Well, Oh my god. That far deep in the ocean, she wouldn't have that uh, type of skin pigmentation. She should be pale. Like, in... Dude, again, she sings. She's she's a fucking fish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fish person, guys. Oh my fish God. person. But anyway. Fish person who sings. <laughs> knowing that. Yeah, exactly. And ha- has a Caribbean crab as a band leader. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's ridiculous to even talk about. Mm-hmm. But anyway, knowing that that's already out there. Yeah. And then do something, something so stupid as to. Use your network mm-hmm. to, in the middle of the show... It's one thing if it was during a commercial break, like halftime Super Bowl type yeah. thing. play an ad. Don't announce and play... Apparently it didn't play in the theater, but that's the way it looked. Yeah. Uh, that they played the new trailer, they announced the new trailer for The Little Mermaid on the Oscar stage. Yeah. That was so 
tacky? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gross. Yeah, like, it's just, it just yeah. it just is so. There was zero uh, reason to do it. Oh no, there were millions of reasons well, to do it. Dan. Dollar wise, yes. <laughs> it's, but it's not like the actress. It's not like anybody right. in that film was nominated this year. Exactly. If, if, if one of those character, if one of those actors had been nominated for our best supporting or best actress or something this year, or the director had been nominated this year, I could see like, hey, check out their next project. Because that was honestly one of my favorite things that Entertainment Weekly used to do in the post-Oscars episode, uh, issue that they used to do. Yeah. They would always tell you what that person was working on next for all the nominees. So it was like, it was a little cool. It was like, oh, okay. Now I know what to follow that up with. But yeah, this... And I hadn't thought... This was just pure <laughs> cash grab. You kind of made me think of it, but... Uh, and I hadn't thought of this angle yet, but... <clears throat> what a shitty position to put the actors in. Yeah. Like, they're getting backlash for shit they have nothing to yeah, do with right now. This was in my contract, man. Yeah. I couldn't not do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that that just... Sorry, the dude bros thing got me onto that. Yeah, no, um, as it should have. And, yeah, just to... Don't do that. Yeah. Don't remind everyone that, like, one company owns everything on a night when we're celebrating stuff like... Women talking and yeah. banshees and when the biggest winner of the night was a very very small studio. Yeah, A twenty four is not a big studio. Ended up with like nine fucking yeah. Oscars. Yeah, and the next one was fucking Netflix. And like, um, and and then after that, I think the only other one that won two wasn't a big studio project either. No, it was it was like nine four and then two two two. Yeah, or something but like, like that. all the major studios got like one. Yeah. So again, well, yeah, because like Top Gun and Avatar would have been yeah. Uh, that's what Paramount and Fox. Who Fox? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it would have been just those ones. Mm. Uh, did we talk about editing? Yeah. Where were we? Editing. Oh, we were all the way down to oh. cinematography, costume. We'd done makeup. Holy yeah. shit! We'd done sound. We had done song. Oh, we're almost... Oh, we did get through this page. That's because I hadn't flipped the page. That doesn't make sense. Uh, adapted. Yes, we did talk about that. Original screenplay. That's where we were. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where you picked up another one. You swept these screenplays. Because um, on Adapted, I said Glass Onion and All Quiet, Robin and I both said Banshees for original. You said Everything Everywhere. Uh, supporting actor... <clears throat> We both picked Kihui Kwan. Yeah. Robin picked Brendan Gleeson because she liked Banshees. Um, supporting actress. This was uh, the only one Robin, uh, one that we both missed. Uh, we both said Carrie Condon. She said Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis won. This is the example I was talking about. Yeah. Um, as soon as that was announced, too, I knew, oh, it's going to be their night. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. As soon as I saw that she won, I'm like, they're going to win almost every it was like, fucking thing they're up for. Was that like the third one announced? And they, yeah. they did supporting actor and then like costume or, or something. And then, yeah. yeah. Um, that's the one where I don't even think she was the best one no. in the category in her movie. No, you're right. She's not. It's <laughs> Stephanie Hsu. He was so much Shoe better. Would, it was. And, and, and it sucks because she's pretty much the only one who did not carry home an Oscar. Like in all the well, like pictures. Her and James Wong. Yeah, but again. He wasn't nominated for fuck all. Right. So he wasn't carrying one home anyway. Right. But yeah, like every other member, of, like in the photos of the, the yes. cast and crew. But she is, uh, she was holding, in, in some of the pictures, she's holding one of the producer's ones. Yeah. Um, 
which is cool when they had just just the directors and uh, the mm-hmm. cast, uh, and that's what James Wong is. Uh, Hong, ninety-four-year-old James Hong, looking kind of spry for a dude in his nineties. The man has looked the same for well, I mean, since we were fucking kids. Yeah, <laughs> he's just he's always looked that way. Yeah, <laughs> well, when you think about well, that's because he was fifty-five <laughs> when we started seeing him. Right, <laughs> uh, we, we have never known young man James Hong. No. Um, yeah. So, and then on top of that, I think we, I think we both thought uh, Carrie Condon should have won, or if if it were up to us, yeah. Uh, there was also the huge uh, push for Angela Bassett, mm-hmm. and then like we said, <laughs> who did not look pleased at the oh, announcement? She didn't even stand up, which was a little yeah. Come on, Angela. It's not her fault. No, no. <laughs> you can. I know, but uh, yeah. So, well, I guess I would put it this way: if I had to pick, I would have. Like to me, Jamie Lee Curtis probably would have been last out of that list. Yeah, good chance that she would have been the last one out of the back. ones that we yeah. yeah that we just talked about. Did we name five? Uh, Condon, Curtis, Stephanie Shu, Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. Who was the other one? Who the fuck? Oh, um, what's her name from the whale? Oh, right, uh, yeah. Hong Chow. Hong Hong Chow. Yeah. yeah. Um. Having not seen the whale, I can't really say. But well, I had wa- but I had watched her that that like the night before in the menu, and she was oh, really? awesome in the menu. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that that was one where, um, but but then at the end of the day, you're like, yeah, I'm fine. That's yeah. fine. Again, her, it, it's not like she was terrible in that film. No, no, she was definitely yeah. deserving. Yeah, she was good. Yeah. Uh, and then she gave a great speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, people were very excited that she gave a shout out to. Horror fans and yeah, horror ev- movies. Everyone, essentially. Genre movies. Um, yeah, that, that's what uh, seemed to be different about a lot of the speeches this year, is that I think kind of gone are the days of having a list of your fucking entire management team yeah. and just spending your whole time up there reading it. Yeah. Thank the fucking yeah. you're gonna have, stars. You're going to have 50 follow-up interviews. Thank them then. Like and you know, when what? you sit down with Variety for your page you interview, know, and that, that's when you can list off everyone you want to thank, or just thank them privately. Yeah, people know mm-hmm. that you have an agent. Yeah, people know you have a business manager. People know you have, and plus, these people's lists are probably ten times longer now because mm-hmm. uh, they've got social media consultants and oh yeah, God knows what else. Yeah, uh, so I'm glad that seems to kind of be over because it sucks yeah it's boring like the daniels were thanking their like the people they were naming like their middle school teachers yeah. and stuff yeah um more of that mm-hmm. less of thanks for my people at lm thanks for the people i hired yeah exactly <laughs> the people that i'm literally paying to yeah. do a job yeah uh yeah uh best actor see okay so best actor is where uh where our uh, mm-hmm. Predictions were was decided because going into Best Actor, I was up two. If Austin Butler had won, we would have tied at fourteen. Mm-hmm. So all I needed was Austin Butler to lose, uh, mm-hmm. and he did. Speaking, and that was the the last, really the last nail in the Elvis. Coffin. Oh, Elvis got yeah shut down got hard, jack shit. For as much as uh, well, in order to have. Two movies take 14 of the awards total. 
did All Quiet get four, four or five? five? I can't remember. But regardless, still took between Ye- those two, they took the majority. 13. I think it was nine and four. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I mean, I'm looking at the fucking list. I just mm. don't want to count it. Uh, when that's the case, other movies are going to get shut out. Yeah. Uh, and two of yeah, Banshees the got Banshees shut got shut out completely, and so did uh, Elvis. Mm. And I wonder how... As did Tar. I think Tar also got shut out. So much that uh, Todd Field said he's retiring. <laughs> it wasn't because of that. Oh, I was going to say, so we're not going to get another movie from him in eight years? <laughs> right, or 16 or something. <laughs> it was like 16 going back to... Yeah, because it was uh, his last one was Little Children. 2004 or yeah. something, yeah, right? Yeah, he made it in the bedroom in like 2000 or 2001, and then Little Children in like 2004 yeah. or five. yeah, and then now... I guess so. I was reading this article this morning. Uh, that's why it was fresh. Well, I guess it was just too bad because I enjoy his work. Yeah, sad he's going to retire. But again, I guess he is. So I was reading the thing, and and you know, people. It was obviously there was a lot in there about the, the long layoffs. I guess he is a prolific commercial director. Really, like, and it's not uncommon for a lot of the big. You just, yeah. you just don't know it. Uh, they direct commercials. Um, well, it's and, like one day's work, and you get pretty. Pretty good pay, exactly. Uh, as a lot more, to, a lot working more than for a full year to get a film made. Yeah, that might you know make fifteen million yeah. at the box office and not get nominated for anything. Yeah, because um, <clears throat> not everything gets seven nominations. Uh, yeah, so I get. I guess he's like he's all set because he can. He's a prolific, uh, highly regarded. It's come a long way there. since the piano player and eyes wide shut. He is. Yeah, he's had a weird. Yeah, because he's acted. Career. He's acted too. Uh, there was something else in there too. Another weird thing on his resume. Now I can't remember what it was. Because I guess Kubrick was the one that encouraged him to direct. Oh really? Like because he would have. Because again, that shoot apparently lasted three fucking years. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so he had some time with Stanley Kubrick, and they yeah. talked apparently a lot. And I. And I know oh, Cru- Cruz was like a real big. You know, proponent of him going forth and making movies. I'll, I don't have time to look up. Uh, it'll take me too long. It was there was something else really bizarre in his resume that you're just like, oh, that's interesting. Um, what you just kind of reminded me of, though, is something, and it's more. We'll talk about it actually when I get to the watches of this week, because I watched uh, Gone Baby Gone. But just the, really quickly, the thought was. I'm wa- I was watching Gone Baby Gone, and I'm thinking, I wish Affleck didn't love being a movie star so much mm-hmm. and just fucking directed. Yeah. Because he, he's good. He hasn't really missed yet, no. other than well, Live, Live by, by Night, Night which didn't. I still haven't seen. I haven't either. Which is weird that I haven't seen it, because right. again, it's Dennis Lehane, yeah. an author I fucking adore. Yeah. And his adaptations into movies have all so been far. pretty fucking good. <laughs> so far. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those, I'll watch it eventually, but it felt like, from from what I've heard, it was... It's just too glossy. It's too glossy, and Affleck shouldn't have put himself in it. Yeah. Um, Although I do have to question his new Nike movie that he's making. I, that is that is another one uh, that could it, it could be swing cool. hard. It could be it could be another fucking money ball type of awesome one that you didn't expect, or it could just right. be like garbage. Yeah, uh, those types of movies. They're yeah. for the record, he's the, making a movie about Nike creating the Air Jordan shoe. Right. the The decision that went into putting all their eggs into the basket of a kid who, at that point, hadn't played a game in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, he had. I don't even know if he was out of. I don't even know if the draft had happened yet. Well, I mean, yeah. I guess watch the fucking movie. Yeah, we'll find out. Um, but it, I mean, it was, like we said, it was a big <laughs> moment because back then, like athletes did not have their own. Speaker. They didn't have shoes. Like right. the big. I, I I still remember it completely. Like Magic and Bird and Akeem Olajuwon and uh, I'm trying to remember who else, but a couple others all wore Converse shoes. Right. They just had the team colors of the same Converse shoe. Right. So it wasn't like, if you got the Magic Johnson shoe, it was this brand of Converse, just purple and gold. And the bird right. shoe was, you know, or, yeah, green and white. Right. They didn't have, you know, not since the days of Chuck Taylor having his own Converse, you know. Right. You know, uh, canvas sneaker. It just, it wasn't a thing for an athlete to do that. So like you said, it was a, it was big, a big, big, big deal, deal for them to put all their money behind It's Michael also... And maybe this was the point. Was it's a it's not the type of movie that he has directed in the past. No, uh, at all. Although I guess I mean, really, it sounds silly, but the closest thing to it would be Argo, mm. right? Yeah, for something it, because it's it's a historical account mm. of uh, same time period, ish. Mm. Yeah, three years apart, four years apart. Um, yeah, I'm 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 cautiously optimistic, but. I don't know. And he is playing Phil Knight. Yeah. Uh, Matt not, Damon. Not the first time Phil Knight has appeared has been a subject of a movie either. Uh, the, um, I can't remember what, I think it was the one with Jared Leto Prefontaine. Oh, okay. About the runner Steve yep. Prefontaine who wore Nike shoes. He was the one that they helped create the waffle pattern of the sole of the sneaker for. Oh. So Phil Knight was in that film a lot. Nice. Um, Matt oh, that Damon. I've seen 23 years ago. I right. don't remember anything about <laughs> I, it. It popped up. It's funny that you said it, though. It popped up on a list I was looking at. I remember last it being week. good. I can't, I can't remember why. I never I never watched it. I remember I had a screener cassette for it. <clears throat> I don't think I ever saw it. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I was just thinking that my short little thing about Ben Affleck has turned into a five minute conversation. Uh, I wish he would just direct. Yeah. Uh, he's a fine actor, but, but really. As good an actor as he is, he's uh, any grief he has taken. Yeah, or if he's always act, don't act in his own films. Because there's been a few yeah. a few directors know what to do with him. Not right. many, but there's a few. Right. Anyway, back to the awards. Uh, so on actor, it was Brandon Fraser, and then actress, we all picked Michelle Yeoh. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Uh, directing, we all picked the Daniels, and then picture, we all picked picked uh, everything everywhere. Um, I, I don't know if that would have was a. I think that was they were probably the, they were the favorites in all three of those, mm-hmm. so those none of those were surprises. Um, although it was still, I guess, kind of a surprise. I, I think maybe if the earlier awards had gone. You know, if Elvis had maybe got two of those early ones. Yeah, Banshees maybe had picked Banshees. up. Banshees. By that sporting. point in the show, I wasn't watching it. I was yeah. following on Twitter. You were actually I was actually watching This is the first Oscar I've watched live in at least a decade. And, uh, but at that point in the show, even when I went to bed, I think I went to bed like halfway through. So about half of the awards have been announced and I, I saw the rest of the morning. At that point, it was already pretty clear how the rest of the evening was mm-hmm. going to go. Um, but if like Elvis had picked up a couple or even if Banshees had picked up a couple, um, yeah, there would have been a little less finality to it. Like you yeah. knew by that yeah. point, but I mean, everything everywhere is going to win. Yeah. 
so final tallies out of the 20 that we did, because we none of us did, uh, or actually I think Robin picked the shorts, but she, you know, she knew about as well as we did. Yeah. Uh, 15 for me, 13 for you, 9 for Robin. But overall, like you said, uh, it was... Nothing was... You know, you didn't roll your eyes at any of the winners, no. really. Um, no, because like even with Brendan Fraser, I got it wrong, but I, <laughs> that made me happier than if I had been correct. Sure. Oh, and like when uh, he and Kihui Kwan met backstage and stuff, mm. that was really cool because uh, they worked together on Encino Man. Yeah, which thirty by the way, years ago, Boomus Bangor, clean your fucking shit up, get your act together at that <laughs> goddamn store. I'm sick of going in there and seeing at the counter a big fucking like five hundred pound, five hundred disc mound. Of used DVDs to put back because I went in there yesterday to get a used copy of Encino Man and nobody could fucking find it. Was it there? It was there. Uh, according oh, to the see, computer. That's the worst. Yep. <laughs> and they're like, we can order it for you. And I'm like, I was just like, I don't want to fucking wait for a copy of Encino that, Man. That is the business equivalent of when you know you have a book, but it will take you so long to find you just buy another one. Yeah. That's the business equivalent of that. Yeah. Like, hey, we know it's here, but it'll be faster if we just order you one. Yeah, because again, off to the side, oh my God. there was a, you know how they used to have like those two carts like off the side? They yeah. had like a row or two of movies on. Yeah. It is, I think I took a picture of it because I was just fucking astounded. And again, this is a place I love, but it just gets worse. And, yeah, that's, that's the mound. Holy smokes. Uh, if you're listening. It's probably over a thousand DVDs waiting to go out. It looks Look that at way. It. <clears throat> Yeah, Encino Man's somewhere in there. <laughs> That's awful. And they were like, oh, well, we could uh, we could probably try to look for it. And I was just like, no, no, thank you. Like, well, I mean, I mentioned, uh, we talked about, it. We, this is two weeks in a row we've had, uh, we've shit on um, Bull Moose, because I was talking about it last week, that Colin, or maybe it was the time before that. Colin and I stopped in there. I can't remember what we were doing. We had like an hour to kill. Oh, it was before we went, went mm-hmm. to Ant-Man. Uh, and man, it's just... Sucks in there now. Yeah, well, because no one seems to be doing their job. Why did they stop doing like Funkos and stuff like that? I don't know. You know, to or or shrunk it down to. I don't. Know. Maybe they just don't weren't selling. I don't know. Or, yeah, but re- regardless, like I used to love there, and there was like four or five staff members that I knew, and I did, right. and most of them, a couple of my knew from before, and most of them I just met there. Yeah, who are like shit. You're a regular customer. Let's talk. Yeah, and we became friends. They all left like seven months ago, roughly, and it is just fucking tanked. Yeah. Like, every time I go in there, there's like four or five employees in there, usually having a side conversation with themselves, which I get it. I've worked at retail. You, you like talking to your friends there. I get yeah. it. But if there's that many fucking movies to go back out, fucking maybe assign someone to do it. At, like, that's their whole shift. Well, like, just they do that. If you've got a pile like that right next to the entrance of your of your store, mm-hmm. yeah, that's this, the other thing. This doesn't move s- that fucking pile it somewhere where like... I don't see it, so I don't go. Crises, fuckers are lazy. I'm gonna sound like a really old person. Uh, no one should be standing around. Yeah, if that is the case, I got no problem with you fucking off at work. Yeah, me but like I I was not the hardest worker. AB toys, goddamn it. I encourage it. Yeah, but you're not getting paid shit when I there get it. are. As you said, a thousand DVDs in a pile next to the entrance. Oh, yeah. No one should be standing and around. And should you make your way to the back, you know, where they always have the books that are being checked out? Yeah. That's the pile of books. Nice. Another, again, 
like, and their their like bookshelves are fucking bare mm. right yes, now. Like the Stephen the King the Stephen King section has like twelve books in it. When that's normally they they rearrange it so it has an entire like section of yeah. the, what the shelf. And there's just nothing but all these used books to go back. It's like seriously, guys, how about you take a day and just don't open? I would be much okay. I'd be okay with that if you say, you know what, new releases come out on Tuesday, so on Monday. Yeah. We're fucking closed. Sorry. Yeah. We've got some shit we need to take care of. <laughs> We're going to bring in like six employees and they're going to do nothing but get the store in fucking order. If you're a bookstore Because the Bangor. average customer is not going to look for a DVD as hard as I do in that store. If I have a movie no. I want to find, I'm fucking looking for it. Yeah. I'm checking, you know, because I get it, shit gets misalphabetized all the time. I do it at home. I'll check the four or five rows around where that title should be. Yeah. Just to make sure it's not there. I will check if it's a title that might even possibly be considered foreign. I'm looking in foreign. Yeah. I'm going to look in Western if it's something that might possibly be considered a Western. You know, did it get accidentally misshelved in horror? Did it get accidentally shelved in horror or 4K? Yeah. You know, did it get put back in the Blu-ray section for some reason if it's not a Blu-ray? I will look for all of those things before I even go ask. I'm having trouble finding this film. And then the first thing they I always do is go look on the shelf where it should have been. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, guys, I checked that. I know you most likely have people who don't do that. Yeah. But and also people who maybe stood in front of it for five minutes and still didn't see it. Yeah. Uh, so I get that they have to do that. But <laughs> I am probably closer to the average customer who will go in, look at where it should be. If it's not there, I fucking leave. Yeah. I don't look any further, mm -hmm. and I don't ask anyone. Yeah, I'm out. Especially if like they look like they're 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 having their own conversation or some shit. I'm just being like, eh, or mind. if it or if it looks like uh, you know Ron Swanson at Home Depot, mm -hmm. I know more than you. Yeah, if it looks like that, okay. and again, that's going to sound very old man of me. Yeah. These goddamn kids don't know what I'm looking for. I'm sorry though. When I go into Bull Moose looking at movies, I do know. More yeah, than sure, they do. sure. You do. Without a doubt, I do. Uh but, you know, I've checked the wall, I've checked the end caps in case there's a weird end cap. I've checked the bins, because they always have, like, clearance <laughs> bins. How did we get to Bull Moose? Fucking Encino Man. Encino Man. Because I wanted to go find a $3.97 copy <coughs> of Encino Goodness. Man. And now I'm like, fuck it, I'll just find a way to watch it online. <laughs> and did you? Not yet. I haven't looked. Because it, was, yeah, really it was yesterday I checked. Okay. But, but it's one of those, like, because, again... Ki Hee Kwan and Brendan Fraser were both in Encino Man and it's on my list because it's a 90s film that I didn't get around to so I can check that one off my list when I do right but and also Pauly Shore sent out very nice things to say about them both I saw he, that he, he, he sent out really nice Twitter messages I saw even so, though like way uh, to go Weasel well Jimmy, done Jimmy Kimmel kind of fired a stray at him there <laughs> the, in his uh, Jimmy straight J Jimmy Kimmel took a cheap shot what um, and, although I have to say Kimmel wasn't bad. That's what I heard. I mean, obviously, I... I, I, I did like I his jokes at Will, Will Smith's expense. The whole, yeah. hey, guys, if something should happen again this year, I want you to do the exact same thing that happened last year. <laughs> no. Nothing. Yeah, well, that was perfect because... <laughs> Maybe even give him it, a hug afterwards. It wasn't... Uh, it wasn't a joke at uh, anyone's expense that wasn't there. Yeah. It was... Well, I guess for audience members that weren't there. But it wasn't about Chris Rock or Will Smith. It wasn't aimed at either one of them. It was aimed at the people in the audience. Yeah. Who were largely the same group of people. 
Um, and it was basically like, hey, you did fucking jack shit and just moved on with the show. Uh, just do that again. Yeah, see, that's why I was looking to buy it, because it's only available to rent on Apple. Or, yeah, to to rent it, because it's not even available to purchase on... To purchase it on Voodoo, Voodoo it's seventeen ninety nine. Holy Who is shit. fucking paying $18 for Encino, For man? anything other than a new release. Yeah. Uh, for seventeen ninety nine, that better be a fucking special edition Blu-ray. And even I mean, then, even I'm then, like, ugh. New releases are nineteen ninety nine, and then they're fourteen ninety nine, and that's as high as it goes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I meant when I was re-listening, uh, or to the last one, I was in the middle of Crouching Tiger. I just brought up Crouching Tiger. Oh, thing. Love that fucking movie so much. Um, what was I going to? I don't remember why I came here. Uh, oh, I bought the 4K extended of The Martian. Is 4.99 I, I this week. I still have not seen the extended edition. I, I also it's own 4.99 it. this week. <laughs> I also own it, I believe, on Voodoo because it was again 4.99 at one point. So yeah, I yeah. bought it. Yep. Um, I love that movie. I don't know why I haven't watched the extended version yet. Oh yeah, because there's eight million other movies to watch. Well, yeah, that's the problem. Uh, Collateral popped up on 4.99 this week, that's so it. I grabbed that. Uh, I even think that's uh, UHD. It is. Yeah, it is. Um, I bought Three Kings. I remember we talked about Three Kings when and why recently. Um, wasn't a Marky Mark discussion. No, it wasn't. I do not know maybe, why we talked about maybe that. Clooney? Cause it, maybe because I watched Ocean's Eleven or something? Uh, and I mentioned uh, that I watched it, didn't remember really particularly liking it that well. And you said, well, give it a rewatch because uh, you like that love, movie. I love that film. Um, I am... What? 31 minutes into it. I still don't like it. <laughs> they have just gotten the gold. I, I don't know what it... I don't even know what it is. Maybe it's because I know David Russell's an asshole. Yes. That might be but part of it. But you also have to remember, too, that David Clooney punched David Russell yes. in this film. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's damn well lucky it was not Cube. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's never worked with him again, right? No. Um, maybe that... I don't know. Maybe that's it, but... I don't know. I just don't like it. Uh, they have just gotten the gold. Does it get better? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I had already talked about that. I bought the Hurt Locker and Killing Fields. And Body Double, which is also uh, has gotten a UHD uh, upgrade, whatever Ooh. you want to call it. And I, I would have always thought, like, um, I don't Wait, care. You got emergency declaration. I did get emergency declaration. It was $4.99 last week. Damn it. It might still be. I'm going to have to see if it is, because again, I wanted to see that. Um, oh, and you got Alienoid. Yeah, that nice. was also four ninety nine, But now it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, since, since I bought it, it is now on uh, Amazon Prime. Um, yeah, uh, I had thought um, that I wouldn't care if like 80s or 70s or 80s or even 90s movies were in... We'll call it 4K. It's technically not streaming, but uh, UHD. But it, it does. 499 emerges. Nice. Boom! Hitting the purchase uh, button on that. But man, 70s movies look awesome in 4K. Yeah, yeah they do. They look fucking awesome. Uh, you wouldn't think so because it's almost like, well, it was filmed with. But for a lot of us, too, we've never seen it in anything other than like VHS, Grainy, or HBO. Shitty, yeah. right. 
We've uh, never seen it clean. We've never seen a clean print of it. Even probably even the ninety nine percent of your theaters even yeah wouldn't have been all that great uh, a copy, especially if it was the fiftieth time that uh, American Gigolo played that day, you know, or something <laughs> that day, you know, that week. I mean, man, people are watching a lot of American Gigolo. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh, no, I was American Graffiti. Is, American is Gigolo. Is not available on Voodoo anymore? Uh, it should be. I mean, I have it. Well, it's showing up. It just doesn't give me a purchase option. I wonder if it's because... Because yeah. Prime got it, maybe. I bet it is. Go on Prime and see if you can buy it on Prime. I bet you can. Yeah. I, I mean, actually, you probably can't because it's available on yeah. Prime. Can you still buy something if it's available? No, you can, but not often. Uh, that's weird. I bet oh, that's... Oh, no, you, you can purchase it for twelve ninety nine. But it's yeah. also on... Yeah, Prime it's, Video, it's, right? It's, yeah, I bet that's why. That's weird. Well, the same thing happens when you look up uh, Handmaiden, though. Mm-hmm. If you look up Handmaiden, but that's an Amazon original. Yeah, this is not. No. Um, huh. Uh, Alienoid is. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, and you almost certainly don't, uh, that sucks because his other two movies are really good, and I like having them all uh, in the same place. Uh, it's the same director uh, from movies that I've talked about in the past: The Thieves and Assassination, South Korean movies. Um, both fun. Uh, the closest thing to like an American style crowd pleaser, Ocean's Eleven ish mm. type movies. Uh, yeah, and I we talked. I think we already talked last week that, about Seven Psychopaths. That it was not streaming anywhere, and it was not ever available on sale. And then both of us bought it for, for like five dollars, the Blu-ray on Amazon, and like. Before it even arrived at my house, it was on. It was four ninety nine. So I was like, "Fuck!" So I couldn't even give. I literally couldn't even give away my Blu-ray last week because mm-hmm. Dan already bought it. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Fight Club was five bucks. Uh, Iron Giant was five bucks. Black Klansman was five bucks. The Bruce Lee. Uh, it's it's five movies. It's actually four and a shitty documentary. Yeah. Um, I don't know when I'll watch any of these, but it's good it to was have them. it was the four movies that I don't have. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only movie I have is um, Enter the Dragon. Enter the Dragon. So it was the four other movies I didn't have, and it was ten bucks. Yeah, sure. I'm not I'm not gonna not do it. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't know when I'll ever watch fucking Big Boss or <laughs> Fist of Fear. I guess Game of Death is bad, but oh, everything. I enjoy Game of Death. Yeah. You get to watch Kareem Abdul-Jabbar try to kung fu. Oh, is he in that? Oh, yes. He, he's like one of the big bosses. That The person in white on that poster is is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, nice. And okay. it looks ridiculous with those two fighting because, again, Bruce Kareem Lee Abdul-Jabbar is, is, is wearing like a Joe Bluth bathrobe kind of sized <laughs> thing. <laughs> I Did you... It's funny you said that. I've been re-watching... Did we talk about this? I've no. been rewatching. Uh, that's been our evening uh, dinner time TV show has been um, Arrested Development. And I was kind of hurrying because on Netflix it said it was leaving on March 14th, which made no sense to me since mm. Netflix fucking owns it. Um, but here we are on March 19th, and I watched it last night, so it's still yeah. there. I don't know. But anyway, um, yeah, so the Joe Bluth bathrobe was... I am at... Buster's about to lose his hand, nice. I think, because he, he just did the claw game. I love how foreshadowed that was, like, the entire season long. Does the Is the, is it the season finale of two where he loses his hand? I think or is it close? so. Okay. That's also when you get Henry Winkler jumping the shark. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, because that just that just happened. Uh, Lucille just took over. Well, not took over the bought all the stock too. She's now the the. Uh, or no, she sold it back. So they they have control of the company again. But anyway, uh, from Lucille too. <laughs> yes, uh, I didn't realize uh, that, um, or maybe I just forgot that the 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 woman that Buster does like that's the um, she's a secretary for like two days was yeah. uh, Joan Calamezzo from Parks and Rec. Shit, you're right. And yeah. also. Uh, uh, Craig Robinson is uh, a guard at yeah. the movie studio. Yeah. Well, uh, at the gate guard. Yeah, because he's a Franklin. He's one of Lex Franklin. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and he's also up for uh, Confidence Man number two or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you wouldn't know anything about No, we're just man. dropping the weirdest tidbits here. I know, I know. From uh, that 20-year-old show. Right, that started with a 40-year-old movie with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar doing Kung Fu. Uh, Memento was recently four ninety nine. Killing Fields was 4 Actually, Killing Fields, I think, was six ninety nine, but it was on my journalist list, so I had yeah. to pull the trigger. It'll probably be four ninety nine before I ever watch it. Most likely. Because that's just the way those things work. Uh, it was a pretty good week this week, but a lot of them I, uh, I already had... Uh, so the only things I bought were Collateral and The Martian. And I guess Three Kings. Because I had watched Hurt Locker when we talked last week. Um, that kind of... Uh, uh, I have changed my thinking. I think we both kind of have. Um, I definitely have. When we first started tracking on on uh, Letterboxd, I didn't even track rewatches. And we were always trying to... We always talked about 70%, trying to keep it above 70% mm -hmm. of first watches. And... and, and Doing a rewatch was almost a bad thing. And I think the thinking of that is when you think of rewatch, it's I'm watching all the Marvel movies again or something. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, I view most rewatches no differently than first watches if it's something like um, what the, the stuff that I've been watching that I either haven't seen. I mean, like I watched Primal Fear this week. I've seen that movie enough times that. I haven't seen that movie in so long. But that was when I had it on VHS, and I watched it a ton. But you'll you'll watch it, because uh, you mentioned it was on your, your watch list. Mm. Where did I watch it? It was streaming, right? Maybe. Yeah. Will it tell me You've on this? You've got the info right there. Will it tell me on this thing? I can never... Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. That's where I watched it. Um, but you know everything that happens in that movie, mm -hmm. right? Oh, yeah. Uh, but I haven't... Uh, we've talked before about... Um, watching stuff 20 years later and then having, even if we did remember everything about it, it's very different watching it at, you know, 45, 46, 47 mm -hmm. than it is when you watch it when you're 20, 25. Um, and then on top of that, there's a bunch of rewatches that I've done, like The Hurt Locker. I could have told you what it was about. I could have told you who was in it. Mm -hmm. I didn't recognize a fucking scene in that movie. Yeah. Other than what's in the trailer, like when he picks up the thing. That would be what happened if I watched Zero Dark Thirty right Exactly. Because, again, saw that in the theater in 2012. Yeah. have not watched it since. So I am very much enjoying those rewatches because it's almost like seeing it for the first time. Mm -hmm. But with the knowledge that you already know you kind of like it. Yeah. You have a general idea yeah. of whether or not you liked it. Um, so I'm actually... Uh, sort of prioritizing those um, 
I'm still mixing in obviously new stuff that comes out and then stuff that fits my other uh, little focuses of the year, like certain directors, actors, stuff like that. But otherwise, I'm very into, I've been very into the, because I watch Hurt Locker, Zero Dark Thirty. Gone Baby Gone, I've been a little more familiar with because I've seen that more than once. Uh, or had seen it more than once before this week. Um, I would have watched it when it first came out. And then I've seen it at least one or two other times. Because yeah. <clears throat> I've owned it forever. Um, but, so I knew how it ended. But a lot of the stuff in the middle I didn't remember. I didn't remember the his drug dealer friend. Yeah, there'd be so much I don't remember. So yeah. much. <laughs> uh, I just remembered how it ended. Yeah. Uh, and nothing else. Yeah. Well, the ending's kind of famous. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, same thing with Primal Fear. Yeah, I, I know the endings more for the reasons of what the ending is than yeah. how it was actually portrayed. That's actually very fair. I'm trying to think of, you know how Zero Dark Thirty ends, but... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I bet you don't remember how it ends. No. 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 Uh, same thing with The Hurt Locker. Do you remember how The Hurt Locker ends? Actually, The Hurt Locker has a pretty cool ending. But I don't. No. Uh, he comes home after a year... He's there for like two days, and, then he, and goes he fucking back. yeah, because he he needs the yeah he can't the rush. He can't uh, he can't live without trying to kill himself every day. <laughs> uh, that's a pretty good movie. Um, so because of that, those two the two uh, Catherine Bigelow's um, Point Break is four ninety nine this week. I was gonna grab that. Nice. Um, and I'll finally dive into Detroit, uh, even though that's isn't that a rough I, watch? I liked Detroit quite a bit. Uh, Will Poulter's really good. At isn't he like super evil? Oh yeah. yeah, he's a total piece of shit in that. Um, and in Primal Fear is the other example. I mean, you know exactly how that ends. Um, mm-hmm. I remembered a good chunk of that. I've seen that a bunch of times. That was yeah, that would have been a VHS. Yeah, that was a VHS rewatch. I, I bet I remember a fair amount of yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> it was funny because Robin came in the room. Uh, I mean the the court stuff was literally over. They were literally in the cell. Yeah, uh, where the the end happens. I, I, I'm not gonna not spoil this fucking 25 year old movie. 30 year old, 25 year old movie. Um, 20, 28, 27, 28 27 year old. Yeah, it's getting on. We can't do math. Um, and Robin goes, "Oh, is this the one where Edward Norton is uh, like is a psycho or whatever? Flips back and forth." And I was like, "Yeah, it's gonna happen like right now." And she goes, oh, "I'll watch that." <laughs> <laughs> And literally watched the last five minutes of Primal Fear. Yeah. Um, it's still, it's very, it's an easy watch. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's still very good. Um, I saw it on a, the re, the thing that made me want to watch it is I was looking at a lot of noir lists and it was on noir lists and I'm not sure I would. I would not categorize that as noir. I would put that in that neighborhood. That's no. more in the like, uh, yeah. presumed innocent. And yeah, you want to, like, if you, if, you, if you really want, like, a Richard Gere noir film, like, watch American Gigolo or... The aforementioned American Gigolo. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so, but but I still was like, I'm not going to put it on my noir list, but I haven't seen Primal Fear in a while. Yeah. And, and it's one of those ones that you... That's one of the ones that, like, when you saw it in 1996 when you were 20 or whatever, mm-hmm. that you're like... Was that really good, or was I just twenty? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, was, did I just think that was clever because it was because you'd never you hadn't seen a lot like that, before. right? Because yeah. um, a lot of them, you you watch it twenty years later, you're like, this is dumb. <laughs> you know, I was an idiot yeah. to think that this was like smart. But Primal Fear is still uh, pretty good, and it's due to the performances. Yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, 
Oh, yeah, this is what put Edward Norton on the map. Yes. This is what got him he's like, every acting job for like five years. Yeah, he's like 20. Um, even Death for Smoochies, which was like... I fucking... I, two, will, I will defend Death, is that Death a good for movie? Smoochie. I fucking is it love Death that Smoochie? Death, Death to Smoochie? Death to Smoochie, yeah. Uh, I love that film. That film is mean. And yeah, that was like two movies after this. Yeah. <laughs> uh what was the other one that... Oh, because the other one that kind of is in that neighborhood uh, that is on one of my lists because of uh, director is uh, Pelican Brief. Mm. I, I do think that's, along with The Firm, that was the peak of Grisham. And it was like his third and fourth book or something. Yeah. Uh, but... So the it's it's kind of like the the Affleck thing where you know, he's working from really good material yeah. uh, or at least very compelling material. Um, I never thought the movie did the book justice, but it was a huge hit, mm -hmm. and I'm just wondering how it holds up. I don't remember if I haven't watched it because it's not uh, streaming anywhere. Or I just haven't fucking felt like it. But hey, the only thing I really remember about the Pelican Brief was it was mentioned like eight times in an episode of. Uh, 30 Rock. Yes. It had been on cable the night before, so there's every character kept mentioning the Pelican Brief. And I'm like, yeah, because that would have been on TBS or TNT like right. every other day for right. years. But yeah, I haven't seen that crazy again, probably since the home video days. Yeah, the, the thing the movie really does poorly is explain it in a way that makes you really go, oh, because in the book it's really mm. laid out. Like, the, the whole reason for everything. You could get to the end of the, the movie and then immediately ask someone, so who did it and why? And they'd be like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Really? Yep. Like, it's that poorly explained in the movie. It's literally just a voiceover from Julie Roberts. And I don't think... That, I mean, I'm saying this having not seen it in, like, 15 years or something. <laughs> again, might have just not but, have been your best day when, yeah. you didn't, when you didn't get it. But again... But, like... I, but I knew going in yeah. because I, you know, I I had read the book prior to. Uh, that was like one of the that was the first Grisham book that I had read before I saw the movie. Because mm. I had seen the movie, I had seen. I still don't think I've ever read The Firm. Um, I, I only read The Quiet. Was Time to Kill? Time to Kill was before. I've Pelican. never read Time to Kill. See, Time to Kill was the first Grisham book I ever read. Yeah. It's well, it's his first book, right? I think so. Hey Google, what is John Grisham's first book? A Time to Kill. Yeah. On the website. Hey Google. Stop. I know you're going to tell me more than I want to know. Uh, yeah, I had read that. I never read The Firm, and then, um, and then Pelican Brief, I guess. I don't know, but anyway. Uh, now it's sent, now Google's sending me shit about fucking John Grisham books. <laughs> fucking thank, fucking thank, internet, man. Thank you, Google. <laughs> yeah. uh, I like the new thing uh, with Amazon when you get a package and Alexa asks you if you want to thank your driver. Oh, I've have never you had that. that. Well, I don't have Alexa, so. Oh, well, yes. She'll now uh, ask you if Do you want you to thank want your to driver. thank your driver? Yep. We always see how, how about you just fucking pay them better, Amazon? <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. all the thanks that you exactly i don't i don't think getting random thanks which fucking alex is going to help them out as much as me you know paying them in, or giving them you know uh roots where they don't have to piss in bottles 
just throwing that out there, Amazon. <laughs> yeah, this is literally all the thanks they're going to get. Well, the yeah. more insidious thing is they've probably got their pay is probably tied to how many people thank them and shit. Oh god, uh, yeah, that'll that, I'm they'll sure make that that's a thing. some of it. Yeah, I'm sure. Or I bet it can be. I bet it can come up on your uh, performance review. That yeah, if you, you're due for a raise, this will be a reason that you don't get one. Is because that well, you only you got three percent thanks. Yeah, you got you know X amount lower than the uh, than the company average. So yeah. Uh, so, long story short, we always say, yes, please thank our driver. Uh, how did we yeah, get to that? I do the same oh. thing, like, whenever I go to, like, the uh, the Circle Ks, and they always have, like, the, like, when you pay for your gas or buy mm-hmm. so they always have, like, on their little screen, the touch screen, like, rate your transaction. Really? Oh, yeah. At least in the one Brooks, I always was, like, five, five, <laughs> five. This job sucks. Yes. Like, I wouldn't want to do it. I wanted a pack of gum. I left with a pack of gum. Yeah, they they <laughs> they didn't spit on me when exactly. I bought the pack of gum. No one punched me in the face when I it, bought my pack of gum. Because again, I, from my time working like at KB Toys and shit, they will tie they will tie in your performance reviews to the stupidest most. Yeah. I remember I always got well, you've got low gift card sales. <laughs> well, maybe that's because they're finding what they fucking want. Yeah, like that's that should be a good thing that well. You're not adding gift card sales onto what they're already purchasing. I'm like, no, because that's an asshole move. <laughs> no, you just dropped forty bucks on that toy. How about I? How about you spend another twenty on a gift card for, for something later. for something you don't know you want yet? Yeah, it, it was always so fucking stupid when they did that. Oh, I fucking hated it. So yeah, anytime I see something like that pops up on like a register, yeah, would, would you like to rate five? Because <laughs> Fuck you, corporations. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you, corporations, uh, for having to quantify their every fucking action into uh, something that can be used against them. Another dumb corporation thing. Uh, the reason I don't see stuff like that is I do... We do, like, 90%... Well, not 90%. We do all our shopping either at... Uh, if we can't get it at Tradewinds, we get it... Or no. If we we get it at BJ's, and if we can't get it at BJ's, we go to Tradewinds. So, but all of the shopping that I am at the point of at this point is, uh, that didn't sound very good. That was a well-constructed sentence, um, is pickup, in-store pickup. I don't go into stores at all. Uh, BJ's pickup, Target pickup, Lowe's pickup. You can pretty much, that's pretty much everything Mm -hmm. covers those. And they're all in the same place. The one good thing the pandemic gave us. Yes, exactly. And I remember saying it the first day I ever did it. Because the first day when everyone was scared shitless, Mm -hmm. uh... I went out and had a Lowe's order, yeah. a when BJ's like, order. When they were like, don't fucking get out of the car, don't roll down your fucking windows, <laughs> wipe leave every... your back door unlocked, and fucking don't even look at them. <laughs> <laughs> and wipe down everything when you get home. Yeah. Uh, I had a pickup at Target, pickup at BJ's, pickup at Lowe's, and it was like, bang, 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 and I was home, and I was like, this is fucking awesome, I hope this never goes away. Mm-hmm. Um, and it hasn't. Yeah. And if... The concern being, uh, you know, if you're not in there, they don't need as many staff in the store. But it has created jobs because yeah. it is so popular that there are people that oh, yeah. that's all they do. I was in Walmart and Brewer yesterday, um, and the majority of the people I ran in around were employees, employees pushing shopping. those fucking carts around. Yep. You know, picking up yeah. everyone else's orders. I would like that job. I if I do. could, if I could handle the walking, yeah, yeah. Once, again, once I can handle the walking, I would like that job. Yeah, you're literally shopping for someone else. Yeah, especially if it was a store I enjoyed. Yeah, like, well, like if if it was, yeah, if Bull Moose was like, hey, you want to just fulfill customers? I'd be like, you're on. Yep. Because I mean, we. I'm not talking to any of them. Yes. 
I will be like, I'm sorry, you need to talk to them. <laughs> yeah. If you As want to talk fact, to me, order this online. Please. I'm just going to wear my normal clothes. I don't even want to be identified as a person who I'm going to look like another shopper. Yeah, you're just thinking, you're just thinking I'm buying a lot of shit. Right. It's like, wow, this, this guy has wide and varied tastes. <laughs> Uh, as you've got four different piles yep. on your cart or whatever that you're pushing around. Um, how the hell did we get there? People would have said that about me anyway, because what I buy yesterday, I bought Streets of Fire, the Criterion Hollywood Shuffle, uh, Decision to Leave, uh, the Blu-ray release of Just Another Girl on the IRT, and, oh, Christ, what was that foreign film I bought? I bought and I bought another foreign film. I don't know. Those are all going to the Tony same Erdman. person. Tony Erdman. Those are all going to the same person. <laughs> uh, but I've also done that on days where I'm like, and I'm going to pick up these three Nicolas Cage films. What does or, your... Or Charles Bronson. The Decision to Leave is a Blu-ray, right? Yes. It's not 4K. Not the greatest of Blu-rays. There's not a whole lot on it. <clears throat> nice looking case, though. It is it? a nice looking package. Yeah. But yeah, they didn't really... Movie did not go all out in there what they put on that disc. I'm seeing. Part of me was thinking, well, I'll wait till till it's Criterion, but there are no other Park Chan Wooks. No. On. And again, it's it's twenty dollars, which isn't bad. No. So I was like, I might as well. Um, but Arrow might get it because Arrow does have Arrow does have other Park Chan Wooks. So yeah, Arrow might get it at some point. Uh, did we talk about the the that there's a 4K Old Boy now? Is, Is it out now? Uh, I think so. I thought I could order it. Can't fucking see for shit. Um, old boy, 4K. Uh, yes. Cool. Oh wait, no, sorry. March. Oh uh, yeah, it said I I can have it by March twenty seventh. It was crisis right. It's the nineteenth already of fucking March. It's awful. Actually, not awful. No, get, it's great that March this, has gone by this Get this, this fucking fast. month over with it. Because March it. sucks. Uh, if any of you have ever worked in a school, March is the fucking worst. There are no, there are no days. Yeah. And even I the mean, one, even the one day we didn't have students, we had to still fucking be there. Yeah. Um. Although I, I, I think I definitely picked the right seminar. I picked uh, the one about the retirement thing, and I learned all kinds of shit. Hmm. Um. Your list. Yeah. Also, though. Gone, baby, gone. Oh shit! We yeah. didn't. We didn't. Did we mention it? No, we didn't really. That fucking movie is so goddamn good. I yeah. am so mad. They've never done more from that series. No. Even, uh, I mean, they would obviously have to rearrange some shit because you know it's the fourth book. Yeah. Uh, first movie. Yeah. But I, 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 Casey Affleck. I know he seems like he's an asshole in real life. Apparently. But he's just really damn good at certain roles. And yeah. This is, and this is and, one of them. And that may not be saying much for him as an actor that, yeah. hey, play yourself only. Playing a dickbag detective, you know. In Boston. In Boston, so, yeah. Can you do that? And then, like for Manchester, can you play a sad janitor? <laughs> yeah. In, from Boston? Yes, from Boston. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're from uh, Boston, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, don't worry. Yeah. We'll get you there. <laughs> I, want you, I want you to play exactly who you did in Gone Baby Gone, yeah. uh, but sad and not nearly as tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a great movie. Um, yeah. <clears throat> great movie. Uh, I just finished uh, White Butterfly, the one of the Easy Rollins books, and uh, but I had just ordered all of the uh, uh, Kenzie and Gennaro detective Venice Lehane books, mm-hmm. uh, of which Gone Baby Gone is the fourth one. So 
I'm I'm torn between I think I want to alternate back and forth, but they're not going to be here until like the end of the week. <laughs> so I don't know, I'd have to like read short stories or something. Or maybe I'll finish one of the 12 other books that yeah. I've got going that are sitting next to it. I don't know. Um Yeah, it's it's kind of like uh uh what we said about Devil in a Blue Dress with the Easy Rollins books. Like how did they not not yeah. make they had Denzel mm-hmm. and Don Cheadle. Yep. Both so perfectly cast that no matter how many of the books I read, yep. they are who I see and, and hear. And at that point, they were young enough where yep. you could have locked them both in for a little while. At least be like, hey, you're going to do one of these every three years for you know the next decade yeah. or so. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's And the same with... I mean, yeah, that was 2007. Yep. We're at the point now where we could do the sequel book. Because the sequel book is the little girl from Gone Baby Gone grown up and goes dis- oh. and disappears once again. Oh. And they have to kind of get back together to try to find her one more time. Little Amanda. Yeah. So it's... Yeah. Enough time has passed that they could literally do that book now. They should. God, that book was so good. Maybe that's Again, in the works. Dennis Lehane. We're talking Gone Baby Gone. Um... Mystic, Mystic River, River, Shutter Island. Like, there has not been a bad movie. And again, still haven't seen Live by Night, so maybe it's not great. But I've never heard it's bad. I no, it's not, I think it's got like I've a... I've just heard it's not great. Yeah, I think it's got like a 3.1 or something, yeah. which is fine. Um, I think Shutter Island is unfairly... I don't know if it's because it, it's... Is it because it's not a gangster movie? I think so, and it's got a, it, it came out in the time of twist. A lot of things had twist endings, or so like, oh, it's another twist ending. It's like, well, it's based on a book that had a twist. Like, <laughs> yeah. What do you want me to do? You you change the ending of that book, you kind of change the book. What was I looking up? Uh, Shutter Island. Why was I looking up Shutter Island? I don't know. I don't either. Uh, or you could have been looking up Live by Night to see what all the reviews. Yes, were. that's what it was. Uh, oh, and and I was talking about how. Shutter Island. I guess it's not that. I don't know, it's got a four point one on on Letterbox, so I yeah. guess it's not. Um, but at the time, it people yeah. were like, Ugh. I feel like people were not didn't like that movie. Mm. Uh, but maybe in maybe now Letterbox has come around. Uh, yeah, because the the vast majority of those reviews are fours. Yes, I mean, there's. Oh, a- I saw a really weird. Oh, what movie was it? It was the funniest spread I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, it was a four. Um. And this is we're such morons for Letterbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a four, but it was like ninety five percent fours, yeah. and then very few three and a halves, very few four and a halves, almost no fives, almost no uh, three and a, or threes, and then nothing below that. <laughs> it was like everyone decided, yeah, it's a four. Yeah, yeah. I'm such a nerd for Letterbox that like this this was a cool thing that happened this week. So, um. The Chattanooga Film Fest that I, yep. I get a like a press pass to every year because of the video monsters. This year we actually got, um, we get access to their submissions. Oh, so like I can start watching some shit now. And part of me was like, but I, but I can't rate them on Letterboxd yet. <laughs> right? Why would I do that? Well, you could handwrite whatever you're going to do. That, that's exactly what I'm going. And to then do. as soon as they come out, you can backdate it. Yeah. That, and that's what I'm going to do. Because I'm like, I'm not going to get credit for watching these movies. <laughs> but, yeah, that, just, it's sad that that was my just, first thought when it's like, hey, you get access to, like, ten movies 
you get to de help determine whether these are even in the festival. So these are movies that might not even be in the festival. Yeah, so just uh, get out your yep. Google Notes and I, I or whatever. I have to actually you know, write notes. I can't log it. Oh, wow. Yeah, Live By Night got a 2.7. And that one, the review spread is mostly... Uh, three, two, three and a half. Two to three. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, that's like threes are like the majority. And then, yeah. yeah. 28% are threes. Um, it's on HBO. Very, very few, like fours and fives. Yeah, 1%. 1%. 1%. 7%. 7 fours. Uh, so, 90. Well, Look at that cast, man. 2%. I know. Ben Affleck, Al Fanning, Brendan Gleeson, Zoe Saldana, Chris Cooper, Anthony Michael Hall. I can't believe you jumped right over Chris Messina. Chris Messina, yeah, Sienna Miller. Sienna Miller is Titus one of those. Titus Welver. Sienna Miller is one of those that I. I can never tell who she is. Like, if you showed me a picture of Sienna Miller, I would have no idea no, who that she was. she is British blonde woman. Yep. That's that's what I know about her. But yeah. you could put up ten British yeah. blonde women, all famous o actresses. Only because I know she was in um, Layer Cake. I can pick her out in Layer Cake. Nope. Would never pick her out of a lineup. Ever. <laughs> I would only pick her out of Layer Cake. Like, the movie I know she's in, I could point at her in that film. <laughs> and Stardust. Oh, yeah. I forget that movie exists. That movie's good. It, it really is. It's quite good. <laughs> it's one of those ones that I never watched because I heard it was bad. Yeah. Kind of like something... I think the same way about Cloud Atlas. And mm -hmm. then you watch it and you're like, no, it's really good. Well, I just... I had heard it was bad. Yeah. Um, people just decided it was. That apparently is not the case with Live By Night if it's uh, if it's pulling a 2-7. Yeah. Um, but it's on HBO, so it's not like you have to go uh, out of your way yeah. to watch it. Uh... What did I recently give a four? Maybe it was Fire of Love that had the funny spread. Oh, man. Why do you make me do this website? No. Ah, uh, yes. It's like 39% fours. Huh. And then this has actually gone up. 16, 16 for four and a half. Uh, 18, nine. It looks like an almost perfect middle finger. Yeah. Oh, letterbox graphs. All right. <clears throat> so you have watched since we last recorded. Oh, and it, update that. Did you just log something? Yeah, I logged something this morning that I watched last night. Nice. Uh, you you watched the menu last Sunday night, right? Yes. I think you would. Well, that would have been, yeah. Yeah. Uh, or Sunday, I guess, before the Oscars. So you've got the menu, uh, Police Story 2, Tomorrow Never Dies, Crouching Tiger, On Dean, is that how you say that? Yes. Uh, the Boxer, and then uh, two Hunger Games movies. Yeah, my uh, movie watching can, is very categorical this week. Yep. Because, uh, again, watch the menu. Uh, that film is fun. It's, yeah, uh, we like that trailer. That's on our... Yeah, uh, it's... I mean, it re... If you've ever watched a cooking show, and, like, you see all the shit with chefs on it, you will recognize these types of customers. Yeah. Like the... Um, I'm fucking forgetting his name now. Nicholas... Holt? Holt. He's just very much, oh, my God, the mouthfeel and blah, blah, blah. You can really... They're getting very playful with this and this and this. And um, they're all Charles Boyle. The girl that he has brought to the to the to the dinner is just like this is fucking stupid. Like really, where's my fucking food? Because there's like one there's like one thing. The all they serve is the condiments. That's that course. It's like the burgerless burger, where it's just a whole bunch of condiments on a plate. And he's like, oh, he's doing really daring, and she's just like, fuck off. Where's my food? <laughs> 
And um, <coughs> there's definitely something greater at play than you get that. You get that from the trailer. It's not really right. spoiling anything. Yeah, something weird is going on. Yeah, but <coughs> it's it's the perfect film for Ray Fiennes. It really is. It just it really hones in on that type of thing that he can do. I don't know if it was the letterboxd reviews of it or maybe something I watched on YouTube, <clears throat> but they said uh, like Nicholas Holt would be. I mean, if you looked at the cast, the third best actor in mm-hmm. the cast uh, of the the three leads. Mm-hmm. Um, but he kind of he makes the movie. Is that he fair? Is quite, he's. I don't know if he makes the movie, but he's good. Yeah. He's definitely good, but again, uh, Hong Chao is also very, very good in it. Uh, Ray Fiennes is very, very good. Um, yeah. Anna Taylor. Anna Taylor. Anna Taylor. Anya Taylor Joy. There we there go. There we go. <clears throat> uh, is as good at it as she is in everything else. She's wonderful. Really enjoyed that film. Uh, then I watched my three um, Michelle Yeoh Michelle Yeoh films, including uh, Police Story Three, Super Cop. Right. Um, she did a lot of Hong Kong action films before we got to actually know who the fuck she was. I don't know which one, I don't know which movie it was from, because there's a bunch of them, like you said. Uh, but there's a whole, I can't remember who shared it. One of the, uh, a big time director shared it when, um, like the, after she, you know, in the, the Monday after the Oscars, he was talking about, you know, had a tweet, there were a bunch of tweets about her, obviously. Um, and she, it's this whole, it's a long scene for something it was a fight scene obviously that's uh to be that choreographed and to be that long it's like a 20 second scene Mm -hmm. where she like jumps down over a balcony and rolls on a table and takes a dude out and then jumps up and then gets pushed through a plate glass window and it's like a long fucking scene um and she's doing the whole thing and it's all one take it's all very clearly one take uh it's yeah, watching her and like Jackie cool. Chan do their shit together in like, you know, prime Chan. Um, it's it's just super fun. Uh, it's it's a it's great a wonder movie. that guy can even fucking stand up at this yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. He because again, it was very famous when these movies started coming up. The the outtakes yeah were always over the end credits of him breaking his it, fucking hand. And yeah, him <laughs> fucking jumping through shit and landing wrong. Um, yeah, because again, he he did all his own stunts and most of them were fucking insane like there's a scene in Supercop where he's literally on a ladder being flown around by a helicopter nope not me and that's him on it and there are no like extra wires it's just him hanging the fuck on yeah not me (laughs) no no (laughs) no thank you um so that was really fun and then I followed it up with Tomorrow Never Dies which was her kind of big American breakthrough right um I I liked it better than I remember because again um, back in 1997, the idea of a corporate news overlord being really fucking evil and kind of masterminding shit for ratings seemed a bit far-fetched. Now you're like, well, it's, nope. Yeah, it seems silly. It seems silly. Now you're like, nope, that happens all Literally the fucking time now. Um, and she's the best part of that movie, right? Oh, by far. Yeah, and again, she's one of the few Bond girls to not want to fuck James. Right. Like, he tries a couple times, she's just always like, no. I have a job to do. So it's it's nice having Keeping that. your pants, James. Yeah, it would have been nice to have had a spin-off of that. Um, and then Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which is just 
Christ, that film was fucking phenomenal. Uh, two of those three are available on the Criterion channel. I'll let you guess which one is not. Um, because Criterion, this wisely this month, put eight of her films yeah. on the channel. And, uh, and most of them, like, the only one that's, like, really super well-known is Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Everything else is before that. Um, I have, it was four ninety nine a while ago, um, and I picked that maybe a year ago. I don't know. Could have been last week for all I know. Um, <clears throat> so I've had it for a while, and that's, even though that's, I mean, I was talking earlier about how good 4K 70s movies look. Uh, that movie looks awesome. Um, I mean, I just have the, I, I mean, it's not a 4K anything, it's just the HDX. Yeah. Uh, which is 1080. Um, it looks awesome. Like, yeah, I really, do, really I good. do want to get that title on 4K. Because uh, it's just, it's, it's gorgeous. And a, a lot of, we've talked a bunch about how 98 to what, 05, 06, anything that had effects in it looked bad. Yeah. Uh, I think, I mean, this is mostly wire work. Yeah. Uh, as far as the, the effects would be. Yeah, but I mean, like, he's still standing on the end of a fucking bamboo tree. Yeah. And it looks Pretty good. Pretty good. Especially, like, if you've watched, like, it's a Shaw Brothers film, come to, you know, made for prestige, essentially, where, yeah. like, and once they're, you're, they're taking off and almost flying at uh, certain yeah. points. Well, that's what I'm saying. Once you're, once you're okay with, oh, okay, they can fly. <laughs> yeah. They can run across can, the air now. They can fly, sort of. Yeah. Um, once you're there, yeah. um, it's a blast. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm up to... Because uh, we, I think we briefly talked about it on Friday. Because uh, I, I don't know if I mentioned I was going to watch it, and you said that you, you just had. Um, was that Friday that we talked? When did you watch? Probably, it? Probably, yeah. I think we probably talked about it. Friday. Yeah, so you you would watch it Thursday, um, and I, I said, but I couldn't tell you mm -hmm. other than that the sword was stolen. I couldn't tell you anything. Yeah, else young girl about steals it. the sword. They try to get the sword back. Yeah. And then, you know, there's like a half an hour long flashback in the middle of the movie, which I, which is what you're almost up to when you learn okay. her when you learn her story. The young girl? Yeah. Okay. And you learn you know, her love her love affair with the bandit that's kind of been hanging around and Is the uh Is the Jade Fox the same is that her like uh is like pretending or is that her uh like her I don't know Maiden or whatever. Are they the same person? I think it might be played by the same person, but I don't know if it's supposed to be the same person. Because they look eerily similar. One just has fucked up hair. I mean, are we just racist? <laughs> well, there is that race blindness. Uh, that yeah. is an actual thing. No, but they do but look like, close together. Because I had the same thought. I was like, is I actually rewound and I was like, I'm still not sure. Uh, I don't think it's supposed supposed to be okay then i doubt it's the same but again i could dumb. be wrong here because again we're still only getting a translated version of this correct because so. sometimes the lines don't make sense yeah because it's just a direct translate it wasn't really uh i mean it, it definitely is but not like it hasn't totally been uh regionalized mm -hmm. um because not everything is a direct translation yeah even going like English to Spanish, let alone English to Chinese. Yeah. Um, so some of the lines, it's not as bad as like some like low budget shit that like some of the low budget Korean shit I was watching. Like sometimes there would be like whole sections where you're like, ah, none yeah, of that, this is just nonsense. None of that makes any sense yeah. because when they do a literal translation of a saying, mm -hmm. then like, what do you mean the fish sleeps at midnight? What the fuck does that mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, if you've ever watched those. Uh, 
is it Variety or Vanity Fair or something that has like actors and actresses from different countries go, doing like I, I watched one last night of Margot Robbie explaining <laughs> Australian slang and Kate Blanchett is actually she was born and raised in Australia. Yeah. Did you know that? I did. Uh, she has almost completely lost her Australian accent. She's yeah. lived in England for. I don't know, 40 years or 30 yeah. years or whatever. Yeah, but she, when like, she was first like discovered for like Elizabeth and stuff, she was Australian still. Huh. Still yeah. had that. You could hear it. No, no, no. she still said, I, I, I think, I think that might be one of the reasons like why she's so good at sounding British. Cause it's like her first like major role was playing fucking Queen Elizabeth. And oh, her, yeah. Her, her natural speaking voice. Now there's, you can't mm-hmm. tell that there's no Australian there. It's yeah. British. Um, but I mean, when you live somewhere for 30 years, shit, if you spend six months down South, you'll come back with a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Christ, I just watched Irish movies for a day and a half. Yeah. And could not stop speaking like you're, an Irish movie. <laughs> holding your R's a little longer. Yeah. Uh, it, but it is funny. I mean, she, obviously she slips, she can slip right back into it, obviously when she's doing Australian slang. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty funny. Uh, I don't even know why or how we got to that. How did we get to that? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, and next is my. Oh, Irish we were talking du- about the. Uh, yeah. We were talking about the translations. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And next up is my Irish double feature for St. Paddy's Day, uh, Undine and the Boxer. Because again, Andrew did not want to watch anything too depressing, which. <laughs> When it comes to Irish films, is a fucking because I'm like, oh well, we can always watch Steve McQueen's Hunger. You could, yeah. That's just about a guy who starves himself to death in prison. That (laughs) is streaming, I know, because uh, it's on my list. Oh yeah, I've also got the Criterion. So oh, but yeah, is it it that where it's streaming? Probably could be. Um, so this one was, uh, it's a fairy tale of um, what sounds like a mermaid tale, but it's actually um, selkie, a selk. Which is a seal person. So th- is this? Uh, are we in Ireland? We are in Ireland. Okay. Yes, very, very much so. Okay. Um, and uh, Colin Farrell plays a, a, a very bad fisherman. Okay. Who one one day pulls up a woman in his nets? I don't know, man. He can't be that bad. It looks like he pulled in a, a half seal, half person. He did. Um, and throughout the film, you know. He has also has a little daughter who's very much into like bedtime stories and mythology and all that shit. So, all that trash. The they start believe. to believe that this woman is a selkie, uh, and she's kind of playing into that role. Y- you learn whether or not she is. Um, uh, I will not say whether or not she is, but whether or not she was kind of started to tank the film for me. Okay. I had, I would have much rather preferred to go in one direction with it, and it chose a different direction, and that direction I did not really give a fuck about. Gotcha. Uh, and that's when it kind of turned into the Irish sorrow porn. Um, <laughs> so it's uh, I, I mean, it is a it's a Colin Farrell, so mm-hmm. it is on my list, uh, and it's directed we, by Neil Jordan, who a uh, very famous Irish director, um, director of such feel good hits as The Crying Game and <laughs> In the Company of Wolves. Uh, and the recent uh, Marlowe movie. Angela's Ashes. I was going to say, why didn't you, when you wanted to watch something, uh, when Andrea said, let's watch something not depressing, you should have thrown on Andrea, Angela's Ashes. Yeah, again, I was like, well, we could also watch, like, My Left Foot, mm-hmm. or, you know, In the Name of the Father, because, again, I have a Jim Sheridan box set of four of his Irish films, and, oh, oh, there's one with the field where it's an American conglomerate tries to take over this poor Irishman's field, his property, played by Ed Harris, that's... So what could go wrong there? Could just watch Banshees again. 
Yeah, that's but again, about but as again as she's still angry at me for that film. Really? Because she thought because I I described it as it seems like a buddy comedy. <laughs> and yeah. as she's crying her fucking eyes out at the end, she's like, "You fucking liar." <laughs> She loved the film. Yeah. But again, did not want to feel sad that night. Yeah. And that film did that. It's really good, though. It is really good. So instead, we watched The Boxer, um, which I fucking love. Daniel Day-Lewis plays a former errand boy for the IRA who gets sent to prison, gets released, and upon his release... I have not seen this. I, I love this fucking movie. Um... He gets out of prison, goes back to where he grew up, lives by himself, and starts a boxing gym, because that's what he did when he was there. And his former girlfriend, who is now married and is a prisoner's wife, which you do not fuck around with a prisoner's wife, or they basically will murder your ass. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of, like, repression in this film. Um, really, really liked, though, Brian Cox is in it, Emily Watson. Um... Bunch of Irish dudes. Right. Whole bunch of Irish dudes. Um, but yeah, it's kind of that, you know, broken man goes back to his hometown, try to start some shit again. Yeah. Yeah, there's lots of uh, Ian's and Liam's and mm-hmm. Sean's and Gavin's. In the, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> in the... Yeah. Uh, but again, it, it's Daniel Day Lewis. Surprise, surprise, he learned how to box for this one. Yeah. Um, but he, this is probably one of his most understated roles like he is very still through much of this movie he doesn't talk a lot uh did you know that um you probably did uh i was watching a uh i was just killing time this morning watching uh youtube shit uh rabbit hole type thing Mm -hmm. ended up on 30 things you didn't know about um no country for old men uh it's in everyone's head i think is Inexplicably, I guess, other than the obvious uh, same year, same kind of location, uh, tied to There Will Be Blood. Mm-hmm. Um, they very much feel like the same, they like, yeah. go together. Uh, they were filmed at the exact same time mm-hmm. in the same town. I did not know that. No country had to shut down for a day and a half because uh, Paul Thomas Anderson was testing burning the wells. <laughs> and there was so much smoke that no country had to shut down for a day and a half. Wow. Isn't that awesome? That is kind of cool. <laughs> I did not know that, that they were filmed right there. Yeah, and it's a, and it's just this little teeny town. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were both and they were filming at the same time. I mean, hmm. It's one thing to come out in the same year, but yeah. to be shooting at the exact same time was something. Uh, so that was a cool little tidbit that yeah. I learned. I also, I knew there was something weird about Woody Harrelson's father. But the in real life, yeah, yeah, dudes in prison for murder. Yeah, they talk about that murder in No Country. He murdered a judge in San Antonio, and that is mentioned in No Country because it's 1980 in Texas. Yeah, and they talk about well, there was that judge that got shot in San Antonio or whatever. This Mm -hmm. it's just kind of a yeah throwaway throwaway line. I never made that connection that that was the one Woody Harrelson's dad killed. That's weird. That's very weird. (laughs) I know what he felt about that. Yeah. Like, you're in the movie, and they mention your murderer murderer father. Yeah. I'd just like, hey, man, it's in the book. Yeah. (laughs) Whether it is or not, I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that that was, was, Mm. there was some pretty good stuff in that uh, altogether. Um, Javier Bardem turned the role down at first. 
uh, a couple times because he didn't because he said I don't drive uh, I hate violence and there was one of, oh and I don't speak English very well and they're like that's why we want you yeah <laughs> for those three reasons well though at least the second two yeah um, worked out pretty well mm. uh, anyway back to the boxster yeah uh, this one for me it's 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 this will always be a memorable film for me because of how hard it was for me to see it originally. Yeah. Because my friend Gibran and I went to go to the, I always call it like the ghetto theater, the one that's out on the Audlin Road. Yeah, yeah. Because they were playing it for a week, and we went to go see it on the final night for the final showing. The showing was at 9.45. We the, ones, up, the, the ones that smell like piss? Yeah. <laughs> we showed up at 9.30, and we're like, okay, two tickets for the boxer, please. They're like, oh, we've already packed that movie up. Mm. And we were like, what, what do you mean? What does that mean? The showing's in 15 minutes. <laughs> your your advertising... No. Well, nobody's come to see it, so we just boxed it up early. Hmm. And I was like, well, can, but, we're, but like, we're here. can you unbox it? <laughs> like, And they were like, no. That's would, would you like to buy tickets from something else? And we're like, no. We literally showed up at 9.30 to see the boxer on a Thursday <laughs> evening. Do you think this was like our fifth choice? Right. Like... And no, then, I guess we'll see Pocahontas then. So, yeah. So then, uh, we both worked at Movie Gallery when it came out on video, so we were all excited. Hey, it comes out. Movie Gallery didn't order any copies. <laughs> so, again, we had to see, wait. See, now this could be a movie. Yeah. So we had to wait until it came down in price, and then we could order it using our, like, little $50 budget for whatever you want to get for the store. Oh. Yeah. That's nice that you had that, Thank though. God it didn't suck. <laughs> Because that would have that would have had, it had by then I was like I need to fucking see this movie. I don't care how good it is. Yeah, yeah. No, that 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 50, that little fifty to seventy five dollar budget got us a lot of good shit that other stores did not have. Because well, again, just, we were just otherwise wouldn't. We were independent film lovers, and we always knew right. what was what we were getting and what we weren't getting <laughs> that our customers would enjoy. You know, like, or, or like, just that we would, like a good service industry worker should do. Right. Not we boxed it up early. And no, you can't see it. Sorry. <laughs> we box it up early is awesome. Yeah. Because it takes a certain amount of... Uh, I, mean, I don't even know what to even admit that that's what it is. Just lie. Yeah. Because I mean... To <laughs> Make be, something to else be fair, up. And I'll be completely fair. I doubt anyone saw that film all fucking week. It was there. <laughs> like, that film was... Oh, yeah. I have no doubt they were not lying one bit. No. You were probably the first two to come, come to that movie. Yeah. And, yeah. So I get <clears throat> it why they boxed it up early. But, get... make up something better than that. Yeah. Oh, we can't. Oh, the print the print broke. Yeah, like it any, snapped. Anything. It burnt. Anything. Uh, someone peed on it because in that theater, I'd believe it. <laughs> someone set fire to that particular theater. Yeah. <laughs> you know? There's a dead hobo in there. Right. I would have understood all of these things as possible reasons. Oh, what a shithole that place was. Uh, yeah. it, it's not still, still a movie theater. No, it's that... still a movie theater. What? It's yeah. It's gone through like three different ownerships, but it's still a theater. Eesh. Yeah, I mean, I, I won't. They, I won't go there for anything. I never. Anytime I ever went there, I was no, no one. No one's cleaned this place. The only thing in. I saw that I really enjoyed there was the road. Yeah, because it felt very appropriate. Enjoyed. <laughs> I felt like I was watching yeah. in the movie yeah. the road, watching the road. It, it, but this yeah, theater would exist in that exactly. world. Exactly. <laughs> if I had come across a movie theater in the road. It, it this is what it would feel like to watch a movie there. It would have been like in the this, ceiling might collapse would have at been, any time. It would this have been food in this is probably past its date. <laughs> the food would be the same age. It would be in the exact same condition. The same amount of time will have passed since it was last cleaned. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> I don't, it might be a fun place now. I doubt it. I doubt it. But, I don't know. Yeah, no, it still operates. All I know is when uh, there was a bar attached to it and our friend Travis worked there, it was free. And that was the only time I yeah. would have ever gone there. Now I think... Uh, the Northeast Collectibles guys who are always yeah. do like they have a yeah. store in there, and then I think there's like a little arcade as well. That sounds familiar because yeah. I think we've taken the kids there because mm-hmm. it's a pretty good little ar- arcade. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Uh, and then you finished off things. Yes, Andrea, yesterday Andrea went to Boston for two days because she had a conference thingy on Wednesday and Thursday, so she went. And seated in front of her on the train was someone watching the Hunger Games. <laughs> so I what, thought you were going to say Katniss Everdeen was no, sitting, no, so or Josh what, Josh Hutcherson, which would not surprise me. No. Um, so yeah, he was probably going to the same conference. So while she was, you know, traveling, a person in front of her was watching the Hunger Games. She couldn't hear it because they had their headphones, and so she decided that we should watch all four of them. So tonight we're watching the last two. Mm-hmm. Um, I was fine with it because I haven't seen. Which is. What's the last one's called? Mocking Mocking Jay Part One and Two. Yeah, um, I've only ever seen the first one more than once. Like this was only the second time I'd seen Catching Fire. Uh, I own all four movies. Mm-hmm. Have seen all four movies one time. Yeah, uh, this was in the stage where uh, <clears throat> we were justifying saying, "Well, we never go to the movies since we've had kids, so we don't go to the movies." So. When something would come out, we would just buy it and say, well, it's still less than we would have spent if we went to the movies. Yeah. We would have maybe gone to this or something. Yeah. But anyway, so I was buying a lot of this shit yeah. that I probably wouldn't now. No, literally um, bought a four-disc collection of them at Walmart <laughs> yesterday for 20 bucks. <laughs> However, though... That's not it, bad. No, no, because it came with digital codes, too, which I didn't expect. Nice. So I've got them digitally now. And nice. the digitals for those were like 40, 30, 40 bucks. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Um, no, no UHD upgrade on them. That will occasionally... Uh, if it's four... That will occasionally show up for like fifteen or fourteen ninety nine. Yeah. So that would be uh, like the sale. But what is it like thirty bucks? Normal? Thirty bucks regularly, like roughly. Yeah. I remember looking at it. Um, so yeah, I, I'd seen the Hunger Games a couple times. It, actually, I, I dropped it down a half star after watching the second one because it's a it's a it's a good adaptation. It's okay. um, interesting, but I liked the second one more this time around, and I couldn't give them the same grade if I liked the second one more. And the second, kind of like me with All Quiet. And the second one is not better than a four. It isn't. Okay. Like, there are still plenty wrong with it. Like, I still hate the whole fucking love triangle bullshit. This film, for me, did it's, not really it's need It's from it. a YA novel. That shit's going to happen. It, it has to. It is. But it's the... You, le- everything post Especially because for the first two films, the Hutchinson kid is in the film for like five minutes each yeah. time. So you're like, I don't... It's just kind of shorthand that she loves him. You know, you never get to see the really why or anything. Because they don't have that many scenes together. Well, that is something I actually remember from seeing it, is like, she does? Yeah. Like, but why though? Yeah. I mean, we have seen none of this. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know they grew up together, but it's not going to obviously show any of that. Um, Yeah, plus the the digital came with all the special feature shit that the four-pack did not have. Like, on the DVD, on the DVDs, on the Blu-rays, it's just the movies. Because that was one of the things I'm like, oh, I could get them probably used for four, five bucks each and get all the special features. But then I'm like, but then I have four of these sitting on my fucking shelf. Was the, Whereas one is, it's in one case. Was the, the box set a 4K? No. Okay. No. Because it is available in 4K. Oh, is it now? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, right there, yeah. So I could, because I could buy it again. Again, charge us just a small upgrade fee, damn it. 
Yes, I think that is so. That's like leaving money on the table yeah, to me. Three bucks, I'd pay for the upgrade. I have done it with twelve a, bucks. No, no, I've done it with a few things, uh, and a lot of times like I did with Streets of Fire this week. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Like when it, well, if I see a movie that I like, uh, the most recent one that I did it with was The Revenant. Mm-hmm. When The Revenant, Re- Revenant, when The Revenant uh, got a four K upgrade and it was four ninety nine, I bought it, mm-hmm. um, and that's. That's more than I think you should have to pay for a four for a four K upgrade, but I think you're right. Or two to three bucks. Yeah, uh, I would upgrade almost every movie. Yep. Well, no, I wouldn't. There's like six hundred of them, um, but I would, I would upgrade anything that I felt like. Yeah. I, you know what I would do? Every time I rewatch something, I'd upgrade it. I'd upgrade it when I rewatched it. Yep. Me too. That is how it would work. Yep. <clears throat> um. But yeah, I watched the first two Hunger Games. The second, I forget how well they casted these films. Because mm. like. The first, the first one, eh, okay, with the casting. But the second one, they brought in fucking Philip Seymour Hoffman. They brought in Jeffrey Wright. Um, is Woody in the first one? Woody is in the first one. Uh, he's, he's also in the second one. Uh, Elizabeth Smart is is in it. Banks. Banks, yes. I was I was fucking confused those two. Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Smart. Um, Elizabeth Smart. Jenna Malone is in this one. Uh, She's another one I can never pick out of a lineup. Until I see her. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, Donald Pleasance. Not Donald Pleasance. Christ, that's the dude from Halloween. Donald Sutherland. Sutherland, uh, You know, 70s sex icon. Right. Donald Sutherland. Clute um, himself. um, Is in this. And he's just masterfully sinister. Like, they cast him perfectly. You want a guy who looks presidential but is really sinister as fuck. Right. There you go. Donald Sutherland. Um, Okay, there they are. Oh, shit. I definitely enjoyed... Um, the second one because the first time I had only graded it a three I don't know maybe I just wasn't in a good mood the day I watched it but I'm like no this is actually quite good I liked and I also it's very I like how they you think it's going a certain way and then they upend it completely um, and yeah tonight I'll be watching Mocking, Mocking Jay part one and part two I remember thinking Mocking Jay part one was just an utter fucking waste yeah, I remember thinking that because too. Because that, that, that it was exactly what you would think going in is it should you're, you're dividing one book into two movies. It should have been one fucking movie. Yeah, and and nowadays it probably would be because they'd just make it three hours long. True. Nowadays you can do that. What's it? Two and How a half long at most. Are they? they are no two hours and three minutes. Two o two and two sixteen. So it's yeah. four hours and twenty minutes. Nowadays ish. that would be a three hour movie. Yeah, I think instead of dividing it into the two. Is that wait? Go back to that. Is that fucking Mahershala Ali? I think it is. Sure is. Jesus Christ. He's bog. See? And <clears throat> they and they brought in fucking Julianne Moore. Like, they know how to bring in good character actors to play these parts. Gail Hawthorne. Fucking Mahershala Ali. No shit. Like, again, because again, I've only, I've only seen it once. Um, and also, France, Francis Lawrence was a much better director visually. Of parts two, three, and four, then whoever they had the, for part one. Part one, uh, Robert, Rob Cohen, maybe? Uh, Gary, Gary Ross. Ross. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. Ocean 8, Free State. Yeah, he, he to me is not a visually exciting director. Sea Biscuit. Bunch <laughs> of stuff I either haven't seen or did not like, although I did like Pleasantville. Yeah, Pleasantville was good. Pleasantville. Oh, oh I love Dave. But again, not when I go into not when I go that, into yeah, no Ivan Reitman. Did he must have been a co-writer or yeah. some shit? Screenwriter, Screenwriter. yeah. Dave's awesome. Mm-hmm. 
Mr. As Baseball. Mr. Baseball was fun. I don't remember. I don't. I guess I don't remember what that was even about, other than the obvious. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> who did two? Francis Lawrence. Oh, so he did. He the last did two, three. three, and four. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I just my impression of it was that. Oh, Stanley Tucci. I forgot even fucking Stanley Tucci. Oh, yeah. And uh, Toby Jones was He's also in the the, uh, the 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 host, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I remember liking one and two, and then not liking at all three and four, and just wishing they. Had I think I it liked too. four because it was yeah. four had a lot of really good like horror, almost actiony set pieces. I, I remember nothing they from the last the two Capitol. movies. I, I say that I don't remember anything past the first movie. I don't think yeah. it all just kind of blurs. I mean, I'm sure I'd recognize that. Aren't they on a yeah. train or something? There are trains. <laughs> there are indeed trains. Yes. That like, is one of the primary you, modes of what transportation. Do what do you remember about the, about Harry Potter? The one with the the, the magic wands. Yeah, that's no, the they, one. That's how they get to the the actual Hunger Games from their regions. They get they go there by train. Okay, so there are sequences set on trains. Okay, but that's in every movie, or just the first? at least first two. Yeah. Okay. So uh, me again, saying I, again, I don't remember much of three and four, other than some a few very certain set pieces. When did they come out? Like three and like the last one 12, came out in fifteen. Thir- yeah, I think it was like twelve, thirteen, and fourteen and fifteen. I think almost every year one came. Oh out. wow, yeah, they were smoking them out. It was indeed twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Um, yeah, I don't remember anything from three or four. I don't remember anything really from uh, the only thing I remember is uh, isn't there like a little girl that dies in the first one? Yeah, the Prue, not yeah. Prue, no Prue's her sister, or no, the little black girl who right. who hangs out in the trees, right? Yeah. And that's the first one. Yeah. Okay, that's the only thing I remember. That's what I can remember. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> maybe the kids be okay with that? I think they. W- I think Colin would like it. And, I mean, Tilly maybe, likes badass women, so... Maybe we'll rewatch it, too. She, uh... She, this is the thing that Tilly has started doing is, no matter what I'm watching, she assumes it's scary and violent. <laughs> I don't know, that says more about me than her, I guess. Yeah. Uh, she'll come to the doorway... Mm-hmm. And say, can you pause your show? And I'm like, yeah, and I'll pause it. And then she won't walk in until it's paused. And she'll walk in and go, and like glance up real quick <laughs> and then look down. Um, she made me, she was, she was in the dining room. And I was watching the season finale of uh, Last of Us. And she made me pause it until she went to bed. Because Probably a good idea. She didn't want to hear it. You know who watched the season finale of Last of Us with me? It's Colin. <laughs> He hadn't watched any of the other thing. Colin Watches does the end. <laughs> yeah, Colin does not like uh, anything that's scary or mean or really violent. Mm-hmm. Usually, uh, and I've spoken before about how I kind of want him to get exposed to stuff like that, even though it's maybe a little above his pay grade. Mm-hmm. Man, you gotta. This stuff exists. Yeah. Uh, so when he sat down. And I, he said, what are you watching? I said, he said, is this The Last of Us? And I said, yeah, it's the very last episode. And he goes, huh. I said, do you want to watch it? And he goes, yeah, I'll watch it. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Uh, then it was a pretty good recap. Yeah. Um, so he, he was kind of, and he was sort of familiar, I guess, with the story just from living with me, I guess. Uh, he watched the whole thing. I was very happy he understood better than the internet did uh, that... <laughs> Do you want to just talk about Last of Us? Well, it's, it's a good place to hop right in. Uh, yeah. 
I mean, there isn't there isn't much to say in terms of because um, we haven't talked about it since maybe like episode six or something. Yeah, it has it has followed the game beautifully. Yes, it um, has. It has. it has cut what it's needed to cut, kept what and, and elaborated on what needed to be elaborated. Yeah, on. the stuff that I mean, a, a game you're always with either Joel or Ellie. The stuff that happens away from them, you never see in the game. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, everything they added, I thought was great. Um, they got they got a lot of the original voice cast mm-hmm. in the show at some point. Like the guy that was uh, Kathleen's lead dude with the beard was the voice of Tommy. Um, the only one that is the same in the game in the in the show is Marlene. Uh, I don't know if uh, Laura Bailey, who is in the second game, uh, was one of the nurses yes. at the end. Um, but anyway, the two leads, Troy Baker, and Ashley Johnson, were in the last two episodes. Uh, Troy Baker was playing uh, David's right hand man uh, with the cannibals, uh, and then we actually caught. I don't know if we talked about it. <laughs> Uh, but when at the beginning, when we were talking about what they could possibly be, you, in the original trailer, you see Ashley Johnson with a baby, mm-hmm. and the assumption was, or, or my assumption at that point was, mm-hmm. I bet she's Ellie's mom, yeah, because it would make perfect sense, mm-hmm. in the meta, yeah. both meta and in the show, uh, and yes, yeah. she was. Um, this was the first time Ellie's immunity was explained. Yep. Um, well. Not explained, shown and Hinted inferred. At. Yeah, like uh, yeah, because no, her, her her mother was bit while the fucking birthing while the fucking right. umbilical cord was still attached. <laughs> the uh, the the strain of fighting off an infected popped Ellie out, so she came out a fight, and she came out amongst a fight. So yeah. like, there's the whole. Uh, makes sense the way she is the way she is mm-hmm. the and everything is done in a none of it felt hacky kind of like let's see your name is han solo yeah. none of it felt that way no. but that scene is loaded with it mm-hmm. oh the, the woman that played her in the game is now her mom because she was the mom of the character yeah. and she's it's showing it's showing oh you want to know why she's immune this is why yeah. and, oh, oh there's where the, knife. the knife come from right yeah. None of it felt solo-y. No, but what it and but what it really did for me though too is that when Joel has to confront Marlene at the end, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, you don't know how I feel, and she's like, no, I know better than you I do. was there when if, she was fucking born, and I'm like, Christ, this is perfect. If this didn't pound home the message of the show, internet, yeah. I don't know why I look at my TV when mm-hmm. I say internet. I should be looking at my phone. Uh like, I don't understand, because there were two people that took this the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were the ones that thought, uh, looking at it as he's the hero, mm-hmm. um, and he saved her. Yeah. And then there's the ones that were mad to the point of thinking that the intention w- that was that he was the hero. Yeah. But, like, he's not the hero, he's evil. Like... Yeah. Yeah. No fucking shit. The whole... That's the point. The whole difficulty of these choices <laughs> is what has been hammered home the entire time. Like... What do you do? Do you do what's better for those you love or better for the world as a whole? It's like, what choice do you make? What and have you been watching? There's not necessarily a right or a wrong. <laughs> it's... This what, is a difficult choice. What do you think you've been watching? Like... Yeah. 
he's 100% wrong. Yeah. But you know he's going to do it. Yeah. And, and you understand and, why. And you're pretty sure you might too. Yeah. It's still very wrong. So, like, Colin was very clear. Colin very clearly understood that murdering 30 people to save your kid is not cool, including a doctor in a world that is probably starved for doctors. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not a whole lot of brain surgeons around right, anymore, right. I feel. Uh, but at the same time, he sees his her as his daughter, yeah. and you would do anything for your child. Mm-hmm. He has Colin, done, he has done nothing but this for this entire show, but protect her. Yeah, and now you're asking him not to. Yeah, and that's a tough thing to ask. Uh, because again, the other thing, it's not set in stone. It is not this will create the cure. Yeah, it's oh right, right. This yeah. might. This might do it. This might do it, and it but might, she's and it might not. Either way, she's dead. But she's definitely going to yeah. die. So she could die, and they'll go. Whoop! This didn't fucking work. <laughs> and then on top of that, I mean the the last scene in the movie, the movie, the last scene in the show and the game, obviously, are what they are for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's her asking, him lying, her knowing he's lying, and saying okay anyway. Yeah. That's the show. Yeah. That that. Her asking him lying, her knowing and saying okay anyway is the whole show. That's all that's all you need to know. And it just it's it's insane. I, I know we only see the extreme mm. dumb fuckery on one end or the other. I get yeah. that. Uh Twitter's not real life. But it still baffles me when people can watch nine hours of something mm-hmm. and miss the point and completely. Completely miss the point. Um, I remember a couple of years ago when we talked about, uh, I was baffled that people didn't realize what Starship Troopers was. <laughs> yeah. It's the same type of people. Like, yeah. What did you think you were watching? Yeah. I, I understand that Starship Troopers glosses it up yeah. enough so that it's, there's a lot going on. But Especially they're wearing been raised on like American TV and movies from like the eighties, where it's like. But yeah. damn, they're wearing Nazi uniforms. Legit wearing Nazi <laughs> uniforms. Yes. Yeah, Neil Patrick Harris. What did is you a think you were watching? Joseph Mengele. Yes, he had. Yeah. The, he's got the SS leather coat and everything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's maybe not quite to that level, but still. Yeah. You watched a whole season of this. Yeah. You watched a whole season where people were making choices that they thought were the best for them. It's like with... Uh, Damn, the episode before it was cannibals. Yeah. And again, <laughs> and again, David, while not a good person, <clears throat> is doing what he can to keep his people safe yeah. and alive. Yeah. And, it, and is it the best way? No, but they're out there on their own. I mean, he obviously know how, knows how it looks because no one else knows. Him and a few other people are the only yeah. ones that know that they're all what dinner is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's... Yeah. And with what's her name? Melanie Lipinski's character from earlier. Right. With, when, you know, when they took over the, she's the just, zone. She's just Joel with more people behind her. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, and, and, and Joel has made mention numerous times throughout the show. He's done bad things his entire <laughs> life. You know, this isn't him deciding, oh, I'm going to do the right thing once and for all. It's, no, this is this is the choice I need to make. Yeah. Whether or not it's right or not, this is what I have to do. <laughs> and living with that. I also thought it was funny that a lot of people uh, live tweeted how shitty the CGI giraffe looked and it was a real giraffe. Yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, right, I, 
Yeah, well, that's the first thing Andrew and I asked. We're like, that's a fucking real that's giraffe. A real giraffe, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Because, again, there's too many shots from too many different angles where it's like, that would have been a lot of. It would have been cheaper just to get a fucking giraffe there than to. And do they did. CG. Uh, yeah, because, like, you can. And I don't know if it was HBO. Well, it must have been HBO that released it. Uh, you can see the, the footage of just. Because it's just them, everything. Everything else, literally everything. The, the giraffe and the two human beings are the only thing in the scene that are real. And yeah. the, the leaves. Um, yeah, the wall, everything else is just gray walls, mm -hmm. uh, when it was shot. <laughs> so I think in response to that thing, it was like, oh, really? You thought our CGI giraffe looked shitty? Yeah. Meet fucking Elmo, the giraffe from the <laughs> fucking San Diego zoo or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought that was funny, but o overall, uh, thrilled with the series. Yeah. And they've <sighs> really left themselves in a good place for season two. I hope this is my hope. And I know this can be a uh, scary as Game of Thrones type thing. I hope the that season two is not part two. I hope season two fills that gap in because there's like a six year gap. Yeah. Uh, you don't get Ellie to Ellie again until she's she's twenty in the second one, right? Yeah. Um, Which is one of the other funny thing that's online is people <laughs> yeah. like, are you going to recast? Are you going to recast her? Hundred percent, she's going to get re. And it's like she's twenty. She's she's <laughs> literally the correct age. They just made her look younger. You know how yeah. Hollywood works, right? Yeah. Like, it's not like she's twelve and one and forty six in part right. two. Yeah. You know, it's it's the, six years. The actress is literally twenty right now. Yes, um, but people are, and it continually went on for the length of the show. Yeah. Is she going to be recast? Yeah. Why? I mean, she is. Uh, they talk about it quite a bit in the, uh, or not quite a bit. They talked about it a couple times in the the show podcast that she is a very small person. Mm -hmm. um, she's she just is a small person, so she looks yeah fourteen, mm -hmm. um, but she is. It won't be years hard old. to make her look a little older. I mean, she can do most of it just with the way she kind of holds her face. Yeah. Yep. She just plus she's gonna be tatted up. Yeah, you know, that's gonna make her look a little <laughs> older. Uh, yeah. So I, I hope that it's uh, the hijinks that ensue in that between be, one and two. Yeah, you could do at least a, one season. Yeah, in between because I mean, like I said, you've got a four six year gap, six year gap to fill in. And where it's the you know those two working on it, any original idea they come up with for that, I'd be okay with. Yeah, and that's why it doesn't worry me as much as like Thrones. Yeah. Uh, for one thing, Thrones is way more in depth, mm -hmm. um, and in Thrones they had to come up with the ending. Mm -hmm. They don't hear. Yeah. If they can just and plus, like you said, they're going to be they they were uh, like sure uh, George Martin was like a consultant. Yeah. <laughs> on the show, but like Neil Druckmann is co-creator. He. Yeah. You know he's. He's just gonna, he's going to be as involved, mm -hmm. uh, and then of course the other one. Yeah. They could uh, also like tell shit that's going on in Seattle. Yeah, <clears> that <throat> will come into play when you get to that story. Ooh, that's a good idea. I stopped the because you you for, we forget the Fireflies left Salt Lake City after this. Yeah, they they abandoned it and right. went went to the Pacific Northwest. Um, so I'd love to see some stories from their early time out there as they're setting up the shit that turns them. Into what they are instead of the fireflies, you know. I, I stopped. Yeah, uh, make it call, just call it the world of the Last of Us for a season, and you're treading into 
walk fear the walking dead walking shit. dead territory <laughs> yeah i fear, stopped, fear the last of us i stopped just after my last trophy is that i explored everything in seattle i stopped when you could start killing dogs yeah i wasn't ready for that uh right after pete died and right in the middle of the pandemic and mm. i can't finish this uh, I have downloaded it onto the PS5, yeah. so I could start. I was going to start it uh, as soon as season one. Yeah, ended. this is like, I've been on the fence on whether or not I want to get a PS5. Yeah. I think I'm going to. Yeah. Just so I can download the the remastered version of this. Plus, yeah. there's like the, the remaster of Resident Evil 4 is coming out. Yeah. I'm like, fuck. That was, I'm that waiting, was like the precursor to The Last of Us for me. I'm waiting for the part one remaster to come down, because it's full price. It's 70 bucks. Jesus yeah. Christ. I, but it, I, that's the sort of thing that'll be yeah. 20 next fall. Um, but I think yeah. you get the free upgrade um, to uh, for part two. So I just downloaded it again. Mm. Um, I guess I don't have any excuse to not start it now. Yeah, I figure, I'm I just going to start it over I'll come the to this decision once school's out. Yeah. And then I'll have more free time. That's so. when I'm more likely to play to play something. Exactly. Because between now and then, like, we're going to Austin, Texas for, for April vacation. And yep. then I've got baseball, so I'm not going to have a lot of free time the rest of this year. Right. So I'm not going to buy a PlayStation 5 to have it sit there. Right. For three months. So this summer, I'll probably, like, really seriously consider getting a PS5. Yeah. And replaying The Last of Us 1 and 2 are a big reason why. Yeah. Because every 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 episode, I was like, "Fuck, this just makes me want to replay it again." Yeah, I mean, even if you, I mean, you probably will. It'll be just like the thing we talked about with the uh, upgrading when you're about to watch a movie. That's when you upgrade to the next best yeah. thing. And I then mean, I will have played that <sighs> game on three different systems. Right, right. Yeah, because I originally played it on your PS3. Did you? Okay, so you have the PS4 version. Yes. The the first remaster. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, I, I played that before playing The Last of Us 2. Yeah. So, worst case scenario, you can because that, that will play in your PS5 too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, as soon as that's 30 bucks, I'll buy it. Because mm-hmm. I'm curious to, to see. Although, I feel like with every remaster like that, it's just like, oh, that's, that's what I pictured this looking like anyway. Yeah. But it actually didn't. No. When you go back, if I watch the PS3 one, it's probably un, unwatchable. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I did go back and because uh, I had set up the PS3 in the sunroom and had Skyrim going mm. out there. Oof. Oh yeah, when I when I played Skyrim originally on my Xbox 360, who you think it was bad on the? It's because it was notoriously bad on the PS3. Mm-hmm. Holy load screen! <laughs> oh my god, some of those load screens like going into you would like avoid going into a dungeon or something. You're like, uh, I don't want to wait the two minutes mm-hmm. that it's going to take to load yeah. me going through this door. Uh, but then on the the even the the PS4 Pro version is super slick, and everything on the PS5. There's no load screens. Once the game starts, there's no load screens on anything, yeah. uh, which it's kind of shitty. But I don't even notice it anymore. Which that's a good thing. Yeah, it it, it is. But on the other hand, it's like that used to be yeah, that used to be a real bad. thing. Oh yeah, yeah. same. Yeah, because uh, the same. Cause sometimes if a load screen goes on too long, you're just like fuck. Yeah. I've already read all the stuff on the bottom of the screen. You yeah. know, I don't need any more hints or trivia or yeah. whatnot. Just fucking I've let got me those play. Skyrim screens memorized. Oh, God, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I can only rotate this thing so many times. <laughs> Wait, let me zoom in on it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's great. Uh, but I'll tell you, if they uh, if they released a... I mean, you can get it on PS5, but if, if there was a an upgrade that had the trophy list again for Skyrim, I would start it again today. Yeah. 
Hundred percent. Same thing with. I'm waiting for them to do something with Fallout Four. Yeah. So that I can. Yeah, I wouldn't mind playing Fallout Four again. And I, there's nothing stopping me. No. But I want the platinum again. Yeah. Uh, I never got the platinum. I came very, very close to the platinum. There was like one thing I could not. Oh yeah, it's get. the fucking getting the hundred yeah. percent to the getting one of your places a hundred percent. It's a fucking pain in the ass. It yeah. Took me all day to do that. Yeah, one of my one of my settlements was like ninety two, and yep. no matter and it, what I did, it I couldn't go get up. it up. And I'm like, I do I really want to keep playing this for hours on end? What you had to do, like there were a couple videos that showed you exactly what you had to have set up for your place. The best place to do it was the gas station, mm-hmm. and just keep. Forwarding time, forwarding time, and then it still wasn't a sure thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, did, I don't know how long it took me. Like I don't know, a couple hours just sitting there doing that. Yeah, that, uh, while I was doing that sucks. <laughs> yeah, um, that's what stopped a lot of people on that. Skyrim's not too bad. There's just a lo- there's a bunch that just take a long fucking time, uh, and you have to do pretty much everything. Yeah, Skyrim, I also again also came pretty close, but there was like one thing that was like going to be too too much. Yeah, because a couple of them are, are just things that that take forever to do and things that you wouldn't do otherwise uh anything else no what are we watching this week i don't or what are know. you watching i honestly week? do not know are you I'll through all your walter hills no no but have you hit the wall the wall i've, I've hit Hill the walter wall. hill wall <laughs> yeah i know we've got um for the video monsters we're going to be doing some of the top directed female films of okay. the 2010s and so we did our punch out, and it's going to be Tony Erdman, which is a film I'd never heard of. It's German, but apparently quite good. And then two films I can't fucking remember. Catherine Bigelow won an Oscar in the 2010s. She was one of the ones that made it in. Um, Lynn Ramsey, because I, oh, I was so close to getting fucking We um, You Were Never Really There. Nice. But I could not get the support. Um <laughs> But I kept ve- I kept chaos carding that motherfucker to get into the next round. And the next I like round, that. The next round. <clears throat> I do too, and I want to talk about it. Um, Tilly. Actually, here, I'll just go on my fucking Discord and find out what the other two films were. So if I go to the Discord chat. Uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Yeah. Which I fucking love that movie, so I'm excited to watch it. And that's, that was like literally the number one film listed in like oh, that, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. That's streaming somewhere, right? Most likely. Uh, cause that's oh, and then The Rider, which was uh, the Chloe Zhao film before Nomadland. Okay. Uh, what movie were But you? yeah, I, I, I tried very hard to get both Hustlers and uh, You Were Never Really There up high. And Booksmart, Booksmart made it very high up. Before it got voted out, Booksmart's awesome. Ah, yeah. uh, Booksmart's four ninety nine this week. Just FYI, and we need to talk about Kevin. Also, got pretty high up. I'm not talking about Kevin. Yeah, so Eric was like, "I don't want to ever, I don't want to ever watch that film again." I don't ever want to watch it just uh, because I know what it's about. Um, uh, Portrait of Lady on Fire is on Hulu. Look at that rating spread. Wow. Yeah. Four point four, and it is forty six. And did you see what the rating system is for it? Holy shit! The ratings are not hearts or stars; they're little fires. Oh, they are. Oh, yeah, that's cool. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, that, I wish they did that on more things. Although it is kind of cool that it's very, very few. Yeah, and it's like, random. It feels like, but like, yeah, that, that seems like that would be a coding type of nightmare to have to do that for all of them. Well, not for all of them, but just like for more than they do. Yeah, because uh, like the when you watch everything everywhere, you get the little googly eyes on yeah. your uh, when you've seen it. Um, yeah, that's cool. I, I I didn't notice. I wouldn't have noticed it until I watched it. Uh, anything else? No, I think I'm good. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to watch this week. It's a, it'll be a surprise. <laughs> well, we'll find out next week.